You're listening to Mind of the Alpha, raw, unedited, and straight from the wolf's mouth. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Bobby, and I got Kevin, the podcast superstar, up in this in the den. What's up? And then I got uh, we got Big Ben Dude back in the den. What's up, man? <laughs> what you doing? How you doing, brother? Dude, I look like I put on fifty pounds on this camera. Well, he's got the fucking. What? This is it's tell me fish. how this makes sense. Four K camera on himself, but then he's got the fucking webcam directly pointed into your ear. <laughs> yeah. There you go. How's that? <laughs> um, it the quality was different. So, but you, dude, you look great. You oh yeah, no, it's hey, like just the, showing how huge you are. You're a fucking big motherfucker. Dude. It's what like the mean? fish thing. Like whenever you catch a fish, you got to hold it closer to the camera. Yeah, exactly. It's all about angles. I just got to do this. That's you're, all. Yeah, Kevin just got to sit in the corner. Right? Move. Like none, me and him don't have any room or anything like that. But yeah, um, no man, you're fucking. You look great, dude. Yeah, no, I can tell you've been. Uh, Bulking up a little bit, man. I mean, I mean, you can't really add that much muscle in that. Like, you can only get about 10. I mean, the most I've ever heard is 16 pounds of muscle in you one year. You can that mic to you, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to, like, hunch over. Oh, uh, yeah. It looks uncomfortable as so hell like that. But, um, but yeah, you can only really add about 10 pounds of quality muscle in a year. So, you know, I'm not going to really add that much muscle. I can get mm-hmm. a lot stronger. So, you're just but, leaning. So, right now, you're just focused on leaning down your uh, fat. Why? Well, I, your, I uh, was leaning down until Thanksgiving. <laughs> weren't we all yeah. and then i'm once, actually gonna have to cheat today <laughs> well i i my goal was to reach 325 by thanksgiving mm-hmm. and God. and then Th- what do you mean th- uh 325? 325 pounds i wanted to reach 325 how, how pounds. much do you weigh now i'm about 335 so you're trying to cut weight i was until thanksgiving yeah. and then once thanksgiving <laughs> hit now it's Go time. Right. Until February. We'll probably get up to, I'll probably get up to like 350. So you got a competition coming up in February, right? Yeah, in February, yeah. that what, Ragnarok what Games. The, where's that at? It's in Miami, Florida, at the convention center. You excited? Yeah, well, goddamn. It, it, you know, everything's so heavy. Like mm-hmm. the stone is 375 pounds for as many reps as you can get in a minute. Could you imagine that tire? Yeah. The airplane tire. Oh, yeah. That's it. But I no, Did that didn't weigh that much because yes, I lifted not. that up. Remember? Yeah, it says three hundred twenty-five pounds on dude, it. Dude, I lifted that tire. An airplane up tire. That's crazy. but this is not a ball though, dude. A stone yeah. either. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 So you gotta pick. You gotta pick that stone up and carry it. What ten feet? No, no, no. The stone is just over a bar, but we don't really know the height yet. So I don't know if it's 52, 48, 45. So I've been trying to train all variables. Oh, mm-hmm. it could be like That's up crazy. on the chest, up over. Could be. Well, I'm pretty tall, so I don't think it's going to be that oh, high. That would be nice, though. Because I'm 6'3", so... That's good, then. Yeah. So that's favorable. Well, but but the thing is, too, though, is most of your fucking bodybuilders are, are over six foot, right? Wouldn't you say? Bodybuilders? I'd say I mean, bodybuilders. I mean, strong men. I mean, yeah. In my class, like in the super heavyweights, like mm-hmm. the unlimited class, yeah, you yeah. get... Where it's the battle it's of the monsters. monsters. Yeah, so yeah. you're probably going to be like waist, belly high, something like that, than typically, right? I mean, I'm going to say this thing's going to be a, a minimum of 48, probably to 52 inches. Then I'm going to have to blow that ball over. So why why would they not? <clears throat> when did they tell you how high it is then? Uh, you don't really. It could change. So it could like, change you it to could me. practice. Really? Why would they do that, though? Well, it's just because you don't. They, they don't ever really know. Well, it's it's also the problem about strongman equipment is it's all built awkward. Mm-hmm. So like the circus dumbbell, like they had it made, but then it could like break in testing, and you know it could be anything. Gotcha. You know, even the hammer, they had these like 
they have these hammers made. You have to front hold it. It's sixty six mm-hmm. pounds. Like Thor's got, hammer or something. Yeah, like a sixty six pound Thor hammer, and you got to hold it out for as long as you can. So you're you're holding this hands. Mm-hmm. So so oh sixty six pounds so, for as long as you can. So yeah, like so this. not at all. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Man. I know, dude. That's not hard. at all. That's got to be hard. Yeah, it's tough. And that's holding Wesley weighs seventy two pounds. So that's holding like holding almost Wesley out. Wesley without oh one of his legs. My yeah, my goal. I think my goal by uh, like the beginning of February is to hold a seventy pound dumbbell for about thirty seconds. Okay. Because I'm thinking forty, sixty six, probably like. Make it feel maybe like forty five. I, I don't think it. I could hold for a minute. Like my, my shoulders are usually not all that great. I'm big. My shoulders are huge. There's nothing all that strong. <laughs> really? Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, comparatively to a lot of people, like mm-hmm. a lot of people compress three fifty, four hundred pounds. Like the the log is three thirty five for reps. So clean and overhead press it for, for right. reps. I'm just shooting for one. Right. So you. So you, some um, categories you're like, I'll take a loss on this one. Yeah. As long as I, I mean, it kind of depends. Like that's the problem is like there's 10 events. So you have to be in the top 50% to qualify for day two. Uh, so when you get to looking at it, you'd be like, okay, do I really want to waste all this energy to do this log, which I already suck at. And now it could change if I just get. If I really start, my programming's perfect, and I really start getting stronger at it, then maybe two, three, we'll see. But right now, it's like, you got to prep to see, like, okay, well, I'm not going to get 10 reps with this 335. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm going to prep it. I'm going to train it twice a day, trying to get, you know, as many reps as I can. But I'm going to win the deadlift, hopefully win the stone, hopefully win the carries, or top three in the carries. The goal is to be in the top three in as many categories as possible and not finish last in any of them. So what, what is your, what is your ultimate goal with competing? Are you just doing it for fun? Are you doing it because that, like, you want to do that as kind of like a career eventually, or I mean, what, what's your? Are you? Is it like a hobby to you, or what exactly are you looking to get out of? Yeah, that? I mean, uh, for one, I love it. You know, it's like the like when I played football, mm-hmm. like every thirty seconds, you're going up against a guy, and it's all out. And you were doing that for pretty much three hours, mm-hmm. and I just loved it. Right. So whenever yeah. like that's why I love football too. Yeah. No, I I am yeah. a huge, huge, mono, huge football mono. fan. Yeah. And uh, but then when my football stuff was over, it's like, what do you do? What do you do? Yeah. Like I, I'm no more competition. I went to the Marine Corps, where like in the Marine Corps, you're like you're dependable, you have responsibilities, like you feel like. If you fail, you let somebody else down. Yeah. Right. So right, they're your brothers. Like a, like a team. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. on a team. Well, then you get out of the Marine Corps, and then, then you get into civilian <laughs> life where everything's just like, ah, fuck it. You know, we'll watch TV on the couch all day, whatever, right. you know? Right. So then it's like, okay, well, go play college football. So I went played college football in New York, and then I played a little bit of rugby in, in, at UK. But then once that's over, it was like, okay, well... Next thing, you know, and then I powerlifting's the easiest thing. Didn't your brother start doing it first? Uh, no, you, my brother or did, did it. Did you get your brother into it? Yeah, my brother did it whenever I moved home after college. Really? Yeah, when I first moved home, he was just he was kind of fat. He was kind of like, what are you laughing about? You. Why? <laughs> fucking with that? Yeah, because it was fucking like tiny. Dude. <laughs> Here's the thing, man. I don't mean to interrupt you, but we are fucking terrible at this video shit. I can't yeah, figure I it out, dude. It's like, the I, craziest thing ever. You know what I mean? I just now got it to where I can have two cameras working. I can't figure out how to get this fucking... So fuck that. You know what I mean? Like, 
But, but yeah, um, yeah, so he he was like he was overweight. He was like two forty, but he's only like six foot. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, well, I want to lose weight. I was like, well, I'm training for strength. He's like, well, can I lose weight and train for strength? I was like, yeah, you can do it. It's like in conjugate. I'm a big proponent of conjugate. We can get into that if you want. But conjugate is essentially everyone wants to say it's rotation of exercises, which it is. But uh, it's essentially building three areas of preparedness at the same time: strength, muscle size, and essentially endurance. Right, so I was like, "Yeah, we're going to do all this high volume stuff. You'll lose weight, whatever." And he did. He got down from he went from like uh, maybe two seventy five all the way down to like two twenty, and he was looking really good. He was incline pressing three hundred, like he was doing really well. And then mm-hmm. he just like it just, he got so strong yeah. to where it was like, you know, seven hundred pounds. Like, don't matter how strong you are, seven hundred pounds still feels like seven hundred pounds. pounds. Yeah, it's crazy just even thinking about that much weight. Well, do you remember like the first time you start working out and you really start really moving weight around? And you're like, whoa, shit, that actually started working. Yeah. That's, you mean like where you build up to yeah, that point where yeah. you actually start like, to throw some fuck. good weight up? Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I'm me not doing that right now because, I mean, I'm kind of following that program you gave me where yeah. I'm doing low low weight, high reps. Well, that's going to build a lot of uh, muscle size. It is. Though. It builds it's a, a lot of muscle and it builds a lot of endurance. Yeah. So I, I wanted to... On this podcast, I wanted to give an update on my testosterone therapy. Oh, Because okay. um, everybody out there knows that, like, you know, I've been taking testosterone and what, but, man, I'm telling you right now, bro, I feel fucking amazing. I, I honestly think that that is one of the best decisions I've ever made for my health. Yeah. My, and for the people that didn't catch on, you went and got tested, mm-hmm. and it wasn't for, like something that was wrong like i made fun of your dick's not working yeah, essentially yeah, no. you were you in the normal felt... range but for like a 52 year old woman yeah exactly. <laughs> right. yeah. exactly and i've got the titties to show it you know what i mean but um but yeah so it wasn't because when i told kevin that i first started taking testosterone um he's like oh so your dick's not working because yeah. yeah. that's i think that's one of the that's what everyone of, says yeah exactly. everybody jumps on it yeah and it's like wait that's not it at all yeah hold on so i was like no man my dick works fine it works even better now you know what i mean like oh, yeah. now it's like fucking yeah. it's more it's more like you think it it's i don't even need to back. think it brother you know what i mean it's just automatic now you know what i mean so i think michelle loves it you know what i mean yeah. but you told me about that but, other morning yeah yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, oh, shit, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right. <laughs> jump on it, baby. But, um, but yeah, man, I, 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 if you are listening to this and um, you are a man that is kind of feeling less energetic. Probably over um, 30. You're probably, yeah, yeah, you're probably 30, over 30 years 35. old. Yeah. You're probably over 30 years old. You're most likely experiencing low testosterone levels or what we would consider low testosterone, right? Because doctors yeah. consider it low testosterone if it's under like 250, which is ridiculous. You know what I mean? They're well, I think like, they said it's dropped every year since like the 90s, like 10% or some shit like hasn't that. Hasn't really, yeah. Yeah, every, well, every year it drops. Well, there's phthalates and everything now. And mm-hmm. they're saying that, not to get too far off subject, but they're saying that phthalates, microplastics, are causing low testosterone oh, levels. Yeah, yeah. We talked about that before, too. Smaller, smaller dick sizes. Yep. Um, less space in between your butthole and your balls, so mm-hmm. your taint smaller. Taint smaller, yeah. And that's a lot of times what the, what they do, like scientists. Mm-hmm. They measure um, the, um, I don't even know what to call it, the alphaness or something of an animal by the size of its taint. You know what I mean? Yeah, so the separation. So between. they've noticed, yeah, so they've noticed that that's shrinking and things like that. So you can. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I always thought testosterone was something where, you know, it, it was... Uh, 
basically, if you took testosterone, you were a pussy. That's the way I looked at it. Yeah, that's well, stigma. That's, that yeah. goes back to like the stigmatism. Like yeah. I told you the last time. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> the biggest steroid users of any population, we'd say like, or the LBGTQL community, whatever it is. Yeah. But it's really women. Women do. We've right. been putting we've been putting teenage girls on birth control for yeah, and that's yeah. twenty years. That's estrogen. Yeah, um, yeah it's steroids. It's yeah. basically just telling hormone them. therapy. Yeah, progesterone. Yeah, it's much. telling them that they're pregnant. It's telling the body that they're exactly. pregnant. exactly. Yeah. So they don't produce. So they don't the, produce. Yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. So, but that's hormone therapy. And yeah, the, and the crazy yeah. thing about that is, is a lot of there's no stigma on women and for you getting hormone why therapy. Your son got punched in the face. Well, it's always it, they don't necessarily care about like cortisol. They don't care about estrogen. They only care about the anabolics, and the only reason they care about that is because Joe Biden. Ironically enough, threw all the baseball players under the bus when Mark McGuire, Dude, Jose Canseco. Yeah, yeah. That when in, when they did that in the nineties, they took all those guys into Congress. All oh. it was was a gigantic TV press conference because they got all these really popular people to go in there, and, and he set up there like. These guys are trying to take me out in college. Like, dude, you didn't even play sports in college. Like, why are you getting on your soapbox saying that shit? Right. You know, well, he, he's also um, the 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 problem behind the crime bill. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, he, the guy's been terrible for years. Yeah, we just exactly sixty years, and he's yeah, still terrible. Just, now he's just getting to the point where, like, he'll shake your hand on stage and not even let go of your fucking hand. Well, he didn't know. <laughs> you know not what I mean? Even look at yeah, well, he don't even realize three, he's had like two or three brain surgeries. He's had uh, strokes and aneurysms yeah. and things like that. It's yeah. crazy. But he's probably got like seven stages of dementia. <laughs> that motherfucker's probably almost dead. Like, you know for a fact he's on Adderall. Yeah. I guarantee that they're giving him Adderall. They have to. Have you ever taken they're Adderall? No. You've stuff. never taken Adderall? Have you but ever I, taken I know Adderall? kind of what it is, yeah. Yeah, I've taken Adderall. I'll, I'll tell you right now. Adderall is something that It's is, like meth. It's, well, it, it does the same things yeah. to your body, but the thing is about Adderall, and I hate to say this, but I love Adderall. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I could take Adderall and, and, and be okay, which you're not going to be, you know, obviously mm-hmm. it's not good for you. Um, but I would do it because mm-hmm. the focus is there. Like it, it just—it's amazing. You know yeah. what I mean? It really is amazing, un- except for the effects that it has on like your heart and all that shit. Yeah, you're kind of high. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all the time. All the time. So and like I guarantee. Yeah, I guarantee they got him on something like that. You know yeah. what I mean? They have to. Like you look at that guy and you know he's doing something. Well, you know they're probably just—he's like a fucking candy shop right now. Yeah. Like put this, 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 yeah. this, this, this. Yeah, and you know he's taking, you know, and and which is fine. You know he's taking IV, um, like B twelve and vitamins and shit oh, like yeah. that, which is oh, fine. Yeah. I don't yeah. have a problem with that. You know, what that's I mean? actually something I've considered about. Um, because like uh, I took a course in college. It was called uh, nutrition, uh, sports injury. And What's nutrition. your degree in again? Um, it's in health science. That's right. Okay, go ahead. You took a, a yeah. So it was uh, it was like uh, sports nutrition, injury prevention, mm-hmm. and the the professor was the um, the guy that held all the diets for like the UK athletics teams and stuff. So like the basketball team, the football team, and stuff. The first thing he said was like every injury can prevent can be prevented via nutrition, and I know that sounds retarded. Because I said the same thing. I was like, oh. Like, uh, not necessarily. Yeah. But, what about yeah. concussions? What about yeah. this? What about this? I don't, what about if you completely blow someone's knee out or their shoulder out? Like, Well, I don't know that. Well, yeah, that's It true. might be concussions fully. And all that other, area. but. But you know, he, he is kind of right. Because concussions can be limited if you're hydrated. Because it, hydration does, mm-hmm. it does cushion your brain. The more hydrated you are. The more your brain can kind of move, move around. Uh, yeah. The more hydrated you are, your muscles move better. Yeah. So like that's, work better. that's you're probably going to be more aware. 
So that's you're a big gonna, thing. Yeah. Like going that's down endurance. That's a great stuff. point, Kevin. Because yeah. if you're if you're more aware, you're probably less likely to be injured yeah. because you're aware you're that something's gonna, about to happen. You're to not cause gonna be it. tired. Going and if to if the... you have enough sodium, you're in potassium. I just found out potassium. Oh, needs potassium. To be a, yeah. Needs to be a two to one to sodium. Sodium yeah. is usually the cramping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like. And you need the potassium. Yeah. So like your muscles, like to flex your bicep. Your brain has to send a signal to your bicep. Look at that motherfucker's bicep. I know he's <laughs> <Yeah>. huge. <laughs> so like, if you looks like, like you, my goddamn thigh. <laughs> but uh, like you have like you have to have calcium, right? So the calcium <laughs> is the negative ion in your muscle, and then potassium and sodium are the positive ions. So when your brain sends a signal down to your uh, body, it flips those ions, which squeezes your muscle, mm-hmm. right? So the more sodium and potassium you have, the more concentrated your contraction can be right that's why you get also charlie horses and things like well, that. well when you, you have, have an imbalance yeah. then it never flips back so you get the cramps oh okay mm, so see? if you don't have so enough tracks that's why you had oh and that's what a charlie horse is it's mm-hmm. a contraction yeah. of the muscle. which is why they say drink like or, uh mustard they take mustard if you're having cramps because it's got a sudden certain, certain i've never amount. heard that that's great I yeah so that. like if you have like yeah. cramps but the problem is and like this nutritionist he was like the problem is if an athlete has cramps on the playing field, you should fire your nutrition because already he didn't prep you in time for that game. Mm-hmm. So now I'm taking that information and I'm saying, okay, well, shit, I got this strongman meat coming up. When you're in the meat day one, you, you can't drink a gallon of water. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, you try. I mean, even eating is kind of tough because you do one event. Then you have to go rest and prepare for the next event, and the next event, and the next event, and the next event. So how how many events are there? Five in a day. And how many days? Well, it could be six. I mean, it depends on the, the no, competition. Is that one day events? Like one, one day a one day competition, or is yeah? It so like nine o'clock, you'll do like say uh, the deadly the the medley where you do like a keg, a sandbag, a sled. Mm-hmm. And you have to do that for time. Then the next like. An hour later, you're doing the log press. An hour later, you're doing the hold. An hour later, you're doing. So, in order to get the proper nutrition that you need, you just you eat it all day. You would basically have to get done with a with a, a go a set eat, and drink a shitload of water, and, and then hope you can digest it. And no rest because <laughs> you're almost no rest. You know what I mean? Because I I guarantee you, like when you do something like that, I mean it's just like when you're playing I just football. Blew my mind. What. What he was just saying, I didn't realize it was like an hour in between. But then I'm like watching, like it, when you watch it on TV, you're like, oh fuck, they are going like one they're right up to into the, the next event. It's, it's like, kind of crazy because like event. I don't, I don't know, like I think that your mindset, like your 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 mind, has to be strong as fuck to be able to do something like that. Yeah, not just your body, but your mind has to be. Well, because you you there's a lot of people out there. Like I probably couldn't go do something like that. Well, the, and what push I noticed, myself to do that. What I noticed, what I noticed about strongman. So powerlifting is pretty easy, and I should. A lot of people are gonna hate me for that comment, but uh, powerlifting is really just lifting weights. Like you go into a squat. It's the same thing we do every day in the gym. That's kind of what my head's going through. Yeah. So you just like, like you could work out and be just a huge. Yeah. So, I mean, you go squat, then you know about two hours later you're benching, about two hours later you're deadlifting. Mm-hmm. Right, because there's there's like 20 people on a flight, so you usually get about a 20 minute break between attempts, which is usually pretty slow, and then you have about an hour to two hours, depending on how big your meat is, to go into the bench, and then 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes, times three flights, so usually 60 lifters you're going between. So I mean, you have, but you're only doing nine attempts. Now that's still tough, right? Doing nine maximal attempts in a day is. But do you do you think that do you agree with me when I say though that your mental toughness needs to be? Well, in well. strongman, what happens 
is because the weights are heavy and they're awkward. So the problem is, is a lot of people will be like, oh, I'm, I'm done, and just set it down. Exactly. Like, look, when, you're holding that, when you're holding that thing, you're going to be holding this thing. You're, your whole time, you're going to be thinking, this is heavy, this is heavy, this is heavy, this is heavy. Right? But in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, let's hold 10 more seconds. One, two. See, that's, three, what, I, four, that's what I do. Five, six, you know, 10. Let's see if we can hold another five seconds. Right. Hold another, another five. Hold, hold another five. And you just set my, my little goals, and you just like – Hopefully right. you can. I mean, sometimes you just sometimes you just have muscular failure. You just can't get it. I mean, imagine, like even if you took this beer bottle right here, a full beer, you know what I mean, it's a little mm-hmm. king, and, held and you just out, held right? it out like this, yeah, for yeah. you know for thirty minutes, yeah, you're gonna feel that. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. it's oh, gonna yeah. hurt. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. your arm, you're holding. Not only are you holding your the 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 hammer or this beer bottle weight, but you're also holding your arm it's weight. Gravity, yeah. You know, your your muscle tension and everything like that is 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 flexed and and yeah, so I mean, you're going to feel it. Yeah. Oh, I'm actually like so I, that's what I'm saying. I I really think that mental toughness is something that makes a difference too is is that like you have to be able to push yourself past yeah. that point of failure. Well, that like you the, have to me, be able to push yourself because your mind like that's the biggest thing like when when with fat people, mm-hmm. okay? And me being a fat guy. Okay, the, I'm serious. The, know, the biggest thing about me being fat and you not being fat is like, is all in my head. You know what I mean? Like you can say, "Hey, I'm not going to eat that cheeseburger. I'm not hungry. Why am I eating this?" Or you can say that, but I'm addicted to food, and I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking, like, "Oh, fuck it. You know, it's one cheeseburger. Who cares? You know what I mean? I'll eat it because I'm bored." Yeah. But it's all about. I think it, it has a lot to do with mental toughness. I really do. Like anybody, I feel like that you can always get to the point where you can just lift and shit like that. But if you can't push your mind past the point of failure, you're fucked. You're not going to make yeah. it. You're not going to make it in your sport. Well, that's the thing. Like the, for me, the biggest problem with me is the yoke. What? The yoke is like, is that the one where you wear, it's like a squat cage, right? Oh, so okay. It's, okay. It's I'm got a, a beam on the left and beam on the right. They usually have all sorts of stuff. Sometimes they put a car on the damn thing mm-hmm. and then you have to walk it. So this one's a thousand pounds for 50 feet. Oh my God. Right dude. now, for me, what happens when that's you get into a, like incredible when you get into like the eight hundred and nine hundred range, like you can kind of feel your bones like start to like flex, right? So like when I pick, oh. yeah, like when you pick oh, a weight up, you'll pick that weight up and you'll start walking forward. Oh my god, what? Yeah, you'll pick the weight up. The pick is the easiest part, right? It's the walking. It's yeah, the getting when, started. When you take like you take that first couple steps, and then you, you try to like lean the weight forward to kind of fall forward. But man, when you get into that like nine hundred thousand pounds, like you can feel like I'll feel my femur like flex, like bow underneath the weight. Damn, bro! Did, so did, doesn't that scare you though? Oh yeah, it's pre- it's yeah. I That'd mean, be terrifying to think so that your like, fucking leg muscle could snap or leg bone could snap at any point. That's yeah. terrifying, dude. Yeah, yeah, no, it's crazy. But then you're sitting here, like you pick it up, like usually, like I said, I'll pick it up. Like I can pick a thousand pounds up. And then you'll like take those like you'll take fifteen steps and your body will just be like this, and you'll be like, oh, I'm just gonna set it down. Well, the problem is you you get one set, so you may take five steps, you got fifty feet. So now you have to pick the damn thing back up and walk the remaining uh, forty, you know, thirty five feet. And if you so set it down better, again, it's, you're done. It's, so you you can only set it down one time. Mm-hmm. Really? Well, you gotta so pick that motherfucker. So back when you up, then you though. gotta pick it back, and that, uh, that's another thing. So that's the problem too. Is like the pick that I would say is the easiest part, but once again, like multiple picks when you're already tired is ten times harder. 
Yeah, because you're already like, because here, here's the thought process that I would have in something like that is if I picked up a thousand pounds, which I can't do, obviously. Um, but if I picked up a thousand pounds and I'm you, Ben Duig, and I'm walking and I set that bitch down, then it's, I think it's even harder to pick back up than it was the first time mm-hmm. because you're already thinking, like, hey, I already know I'm wore out. I already know that my fucking femur sounded like it felt like it was about to snap out usually, of my fucking usually leg. Usually your traps and your back are already super sore because you're back. Fucked. Yeah. Fuck. So it's probably better for you just to be just, like, you know what? Fuck this and fucking just keep just walking. Keep yep. Going. And that's yeah. what I, that's what you do. Like as soon as you pick it up, I set a time. I pick a spot like in the front, and I'm just like, I'm just gonna walk there. I don't care how long it takes me, but I'm not setting down. At least I get there. So what happens if your femur snaps, bro? Like, what well, are you gonna do, man? Have you know. ever had a major injury like that doing something like this? No, I mean never, never really weightlifting. The only thing I've ever really hurt weightlifting, uh, well. I've kind of strained my pec once, but it was not a complete tear. I have kind of partially torn my quad squatting. <clears throat> and muscle one, tears, they take a long time to heal, don't they? Oh, the tendon ones are even worse. Like what, six, I kind of started six doing months it. to a year? Yeah, I still have like patella tendonitis on it. Really? Yeah, that's the that's the toughest one. Like mm-hmm. I really even squatting a big weight right now is still tough for me. But picking a yoke and walking with it for some reason doesn't seem to be that big of a Really? Yeah, because like I got – I started with like seven – because I was like, I'm just going to do 70%. So 700, 70%, I started doing 50, 50 mm-hmm. yards with it. Okay. And then I just started going up. Like, you do 700, 725, 740. Then I kind of got spunky, and I was like, ah, oh, we'll pick it up to, like, 850, and we'll do, like, 15 feet. <laughs> but, yeah, then you just kind of, like, I kind of play with it. I'll, I'll have, like, a max effort where I'll just, like, I'll try to pick up 1,000 and walk it, like, 10 feet. Because mm-hmm. I have to do 50. But I don't have to do 50 now. I have to do 50 in February. So you're building yourself up. Yeah, yeah. So you so, don't have to be a thousand pounds now at fifty feet. But hold on. Uh, <laughs> hold on, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll cut I'll cut that out. Sorry. He, could, he wow. couldn't handle the smell. Um, smell the dust or something in my head. Um so how long so you these competitions that you're talking about, how long have they been around? Like, what? when did they really start doing these strongman competitions? Oh, so, then you kind of get into the evolution of things. Like, which then you is, can go which back. Which is, look, here's the thing. Me, and I know you, and a lot of our followers are really looking forward to hearing about this uh, Olympic scandal shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I can kind of talk about it. But, uh, so, the, essentially, the first, the first strongman goes all the way back to, like, Louis Sear. Right, so that was like back. Louis Sear was in like the circus, okay. so like the circus dumbbells. So in like How the twenties, you think he was back then, like two twenty. That's what, yeah. But I mean, back then, two twenty was, was huge, a yeah. fucking big yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, like even in That's the fifties, hard to think about. Like back then, like what was your average height back then? Probably like five. Seven. It's like five seven, five six. Which now it's well, five, even even if you look it's at like, it's still five, the same. Nine. Go back and look no, at like the nineteen seventy Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. The average yeah, offensive like lineman was like two fifty. Yeah. So that's why fifty now is a linebacker. Yeah, yeah. and that's that's why a that's lot Ray of Lewis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ray Lewis. Yeah, fucking Derrick oh. Henry's two seventy two. Yeah, he he would, but can he's you, also six five. Yeah, I know. Can yeah, you exactly. t- think about if you took Derrick Henry now and put him back in nineteen seventy, he'd get a thousand yards a game. Yeah, probably right. Yeah, yeah. nobody in the world they would not be able to catch you know, him. Like that's the thing is like as much as we want to talk about like how bad food is now. Think about where we where we are. Like, yeah. yeah, there's plastics and stuff. Yeah, but like, but, but the thing is, man, is like, it, do, well, what, some do you, of, what do you think? But my thing is, is like, okay, so do you feel like that the food back then 
would have been made you feel better. Well, than the, the food, food that back you're then. Now. So the food back then, and we'll get into that later too. But the food back then was not as plentiful as as now. Like I mean, even if you lived on At a all. farm, yeah, like you maybe you could get enough protein, enough carbohydrates in every single day. Well, we we talked about that, and then a lot. That's why a lot of people are fat now too, because there's so much food out there. You don't. You're not going out and you're not hunting for it. You're not fucking farming you're not growing for it. it. And then the not, wasting exactly. of food probably was not a thing back then. No. Like you just didn't waste food. It just no. didn't happen. You couldn't waste food. Yeah. You didn't have enough of it. You're like, oh my God. Uh, right. Yeah. But so essentially, like, we got going, three husks of corn. <laughs> yeah. Like, holy right. shit. You got to eat the husk and the corn. 10 cents. <laughs> but that was the Ten thing. Is like, you think back then you had like Louis Sear. That was the circus dumbbell. Then they came in. So was That's that in that the, single hand? Yeah. When was dumbbell. that though? Was that in the 20s? I may, yeah, I may, probably 20s and 30s. Like, he was with Ringling Brothers, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I remember that. That's yeah, a crazy I, one. I remember reading about that. Yeah, so you have like... You know the here. significance of that dumbbell, right? It's round, it? and it's like the... It's not like a regular dumbbell. Yeah. It's like round, it's like inch balls. Inch and a half handle. Oh, yeah, 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 and the yeah. handle is like you can't even fucking fit your hand around. Yeah, it's right. an inch and a half handle. Yeah, yeah. Even picking That's it up... That's what makes it, yeah, so Even difficult. picking it up with like 200 pounds is like a record. Yeah, it's supposed to be one-handed. Yeah, hundred pounds or hundred pounds. Is that what it is, or a thousand or well, five hundred. The one that we're doing at the meet is two hundred. Two hundred pounds. Okay. So you good you still lord, do that. dude? And yeah. it's two hundred pound one, dumbbell. A one, one inch, half, one half one inch, inch dumbbell. Fucking handle, dude. So how sore? Like good lord. You got to be sore as fuck after these competitions. Well, I've never done a two day. That's like going back to the hydration thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like you were talking about the IVs. That's something I'm literally considering because I'm like, okay, I thought about it. I'm not going to be able to eat like as much as I need. Right, yeah. So like, okay, well, that's going to be a problem. And then how dehydrated am I? It's going to be Miami in February, and I'm in the you know rust belt, so it's like 30 degrees right now. (laughs) You know, so uh, I'm I'm over here training in the snow. These people in Miami are on the beach, you know, training in 70 degree weather. So here. I got like three. What's the humidity going to be like? Well, Whenever I'm doing stones, I'm outside in the rain trying to figure out how to get the tacky on the stone to pick <laughs> it up. Like, right. You know, so, but I think it gives me an advantage. There's something about doing shit in 30 degree well, weather. Yeah. I mean, if, yeah. you, if you look at football, how cool yeah. was it? That's well, like you, Rocky. Well, Remember that fucking scene where he was like, they switched roles? Yep. And he yeah. was like, I'm going to go in the fucking woods. Dude, that's like, that That whole scene made that movie. Yeah. But it's mm-hmm. like football, too, though. So your teams that play like Minnesota Vikings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They play mm-hmm. in the snow. They play in the fucking cold ass weather all the time. Yep. And they don't have a dome. Green Bay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I really, I, I think you're right. I think yeah. it, I think it helps prepare you to for those Certain situations. Mm-hmm. But then again, dealing with the heat of Miami is going to be different too. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So that's... it's like you can go out right now and you get your stone out there and you lift it up and you're probably not sweating a whole lot. I mean, mm-hmm. eventually you're going to sweat. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, I'm saying like, yeah. but what I'm saying is, is like, Already, you're sweating. not dealing with the sweat and all that right away. But then when you go to Miami, it's going to be different because the humidity is going to be higher. It's going to be seventy degrees or yeah, hundred degrees. Exactly. Who knows what it so, is? So yeah. it could play both ways. So you know what I mean? But, like if they're used to it. So I feel like that it would be better if they maybe picked like a spot that was kind of neutral, like yeah. a Tennessee or Alabama. Well, some of them are. I mean, they're you know all I mean? over. I mean, they're all over. Right. I mean, these things are all over the place. Right. But I mean, uh, I mean, that's the thing is like I'm thinking about like day one, like after day one. I may just go ahead and book like a like they now have like nurses that come to the, your room. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe I'll book like a Miami thing. I've looked into it a little bit. Like I don't know who I'm gonna go with or anything like that. But 
I'm thinking about maybe booking somebody and just six, seven o'clock, come an in, IV. give me an IV, try and get me back dehydrated. Because if you're dehydrated, a dehydrated muscle, like a rubber band that gets real dry, you know how it starts to crack? Yeah. What your muscles are. Right, exactly. So you, you're dehydrated. You go into a meet because you're sweating under lights and doing all this stuff in the heat. And all of a sudden you go to pull 750 for reps. That, there's a hamstring. Boom, tear. Yeah. And that, that, that would be – that. see, for me, though, that would be the scariest part is, That's, is it, uh, tearing something or like – because, you. I mean, let's face it. I mean, you're every time you go work out, you're facing a, a, a possibility of ending your career. Well, like – when I did the deadlift championships in England. Are you going to be in Miami Beach? Uh, I'm at the Miami Convention Center. Okay, well, in Miami Beach, Florida, there's an IV Drip. Yeah. That's actual company. Yeah. I yeah. Think it's we have, we have them in Cincinnati, yeah, too. Yeah. I've actually looked into it. Yeah, I, I may need to so try it. You I should. Mean, it's I probably not that should. expensive, man. I think there's one. It's called IV Therapy. It's in... in uh, I, yeah, I looked at them up on Google. I haven't, I haven't contacted them yet. It's but. like $99, dude. And you can get like... Uh, you get an IV, and they, they call it different. Like, you can get different levels. Different levels, yeah. So they have one that has like B12 in it and all this shit. B12 is huge. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, oh, I really, yeah. I, I think B twelve supplementing yeah, I'm B twelve. And I don't speaking really... of supplementing, when you told me to take yeah. those vitamin D the last time we were on the podcast, oh god, you said because I was taking five thousand IU's a day, now I'm taking forty thousand IU's, and I feel fucking great. It, I, 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 I will dude, tell you, this motherfucker, dude, he's changed, I will tell, you've changed my life. I will tell you, if you've ever taken steroids, mm-hmm. you'll know like, like what what size dumbbells are you up to? Right now, with I know you're they're going to be light because you're doing 100 um, reps within 20, eight minutes. 25 pounds. Okay, yeah, it's about normal. Yeah. I mean, I know you're. I started at I started at 12 pound dumbbells. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And I'm up to 25 pound dumbbells. But now. essentially, it's it's 100 reps in eight minutes. That yeah. shit's tough to get through. Fuck yeah, it is, dude. <laughs> but like when you like when oh, I you you're about to when oh, you man. add in when you add in like another thing, <laughs> what you'll do is you'll off. you'll put weight and you'll put weight in your hands and mm-hmm. your your body will literally it'll feel like the weight's sinking into you and you you'll feel like oh shit this is heavy. Mm-hmm. And when you take like fish oil, you like I, I take like forty grams of fish oil. Uh-huh. Right, I go to the the cod liver or the uh, vitamin shop. They have like the liquid. Yeah, I get one of those little uh, Nyquil bo- the little shot glasses that they have. Yeah, and I'll fill that bad boy all the way up with uh, fish oil, and I'll just chug it down. Uh-huh. I take one of those a day. And I take like forty thousand IU's of vitamin D, and that is the closest feeling you'll ever feel to the weight because every single cell in the human body has a receptor site for thyroid. Uh, fish oils and then vitamin D. Now there could be more, but that's what we know for sure right now. Why are you not doing this as a full time job? Well, for one, no one's going to pay that much. You know, bullshit, dude. Well, for I, the information that you're just, able to fucking give yeah, out, but everyone the, wants the knowledge you for free now. Yeah, yeah, but the knowledge that you have, dude, is is mind blowing to me, man. You're yeah. one of the most knowledgeable fucking people about health I've ever known. And a little background on that. When I first met Ben, it was at yeah. You thought I was full company. shit. <laughs> I didn't necessarily think you were full of shit. Yeah. So let me let me let me kind of let's let's back up on that a little bit because I didn't think you were full of shit. I what I, I thought agree. was I is you had different goals than I did. Yeah. As far as your health and things like that, and you tried to tell me you know these certain things like hey you know just because I'm trying to be a strong man and I'm trying to lift heavy weight that doesn't mean that what I'm doing is, is any different than what you're trying to do. We're both trying to achieve the same thing. We're both trying to be healthy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Right. And, but my thought process at that time was like, I just had a heart attack. You know what I mean? I'm diabetic. I'm in the worst shape of my life. And I'm thinking like, and I find these people on YouTube and that sort of thing that are vegans and, and eating like whole food plant-based, 
which I think is it's fine. good too. It's fine. Yeah. Not, you know, as far as that goes, but, but then, but I think that I'm getting like personally, like back then I thought the body was different and my research showed that the, everything Your that I was looking research. for. Yeah, exactly. It was funneled. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. fun. Exactly. I'm glad you said that. Exactly. It was funneled. So I was, I was trying to find the best way to cure my heart disease. But I'm telling you, man, like I did it for a year. You remember that? I did it for a year and I felt okay. Well, I remember when you started, you're like, I'm going on this. I was like, yeah, if you can, I pretty much said like, if you can do it, more power to you. Right. And then it was about a month went on, two months went on. And I told you even the stuff to do with the workouts mm-hmm. and you were kind of like, ah, whatever. And uh, I remember you come up and you're like, I want to, I want, I'm, I've tapped out. I want better results. I was like, well. Are, are you, is it working? And you're like, yeah. I was like, stay on it. You're like, yeah, but how can I make it better? I was like, well, if you're going to make it better, then you got to do all these other things. Because like, it was so, I was so invested into it. Yeah. And I was so invested in that lifestyle and in that way of thinking and that way of eating. I was like, I didn't want to admit that it, it's not actually working. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's working, but it's not working. Like, yeah. But then when I started doing what you told me to do here, especially here recently. Yeah. It's fucking working. Yeah. And yeah. I, I can say that with 100% accuracy. My wife, I, I, I wish I would have, I wish I would have, like, wrote a book on how things work. Because when I started, like, I didn't really you know what I was can. doing. Oh, yeah, I probably can. But, Why um, don't you? Well, I, I still have a lot of ideas I'm testing out. But essentially, when she started, she, this guy, she couldn't bench the bar. Like, she came in, she was maybe 105, soaking wet. She's she fucking tiny. Absolutely no. I remember... No, First time I ever saw well, her. She was she was 105 pounds, and the when you got the body body scan, they labeled her obese. What? Well, because her on. body fat percentage, the muscle. Well, essentially, and all that. she had a bone, and mm-hmm. then everything around it was fat. Like there was a very 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 thin piece of muscle there. It had no, no muscle mass, and then everything else was fat, and then there was skin around it. So they said, "Well, shit, you're all fat." So, yeah, you're weigh 105, but you're all fat. Because she had no muscle mass and she was burning almost no calories, but she was eating almost no calories, right? So when she came to me, she's like, "Well, I want to start like working out. I want to feel better." She was depressed, like everything was like in a downward spiral. And I just, I told her, I was like, "Start drinking water." She's like, "You're fucking retarded." <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, you know, if you you drink uh, sugar energy drinks, the sugar sitting on your teeth, that's like the number one thing of plaque. So when you drink." <laughs> when you drink an energy drink even you talk to any dentist the first thing they'll tell you is like you drink sugar you drink a sugary drink wash your mouth out with water yeah just washing your mouth out with water yeah. will wash most of the sugar away right so i told her that i told her just you know go in start drinking water just you'll rinse your mouth out she started drinking water all of a sudden she started feeling drastically better right essentially she was chronically dehydrated I didn't even know it. I, back mm-hmm. then, I didn't know it. Mm-hmm. But I told her to do that. She started drinking water. Next thing you know, she's like, I don't need these antidepressants. Started weaning herself off that. Next thing you know, she started working out. Then she started getting the dopamine rush from all the muscle stuff. So when I started her, I was like, she can't bench the bar. So how am I, gonna, how am I going to you know, figure this out? Well, Matt Winning came up with this thing called, um, it's, it's, they call it the mending warm-ups. Well, and all you do is train pretty much the backside of your body, triceps, you know, back, abs, whatever. And you do 25 reps, four rounds in a supersetted fashion. Well, next thing I know, she started doing 10s. Then that tricep press sounds were like 10s, 20s, 30s. She got better and better and better. About a month later, I had her test the bar. She was 
wrapping the bar, right? That's great. She couldn't the do bar, the, the bar is 45 pounds. 45 right? pounds. Right, yeah. Now, already that's 50% of her body weight. Because right. she still hasn't, her body weight hasn't changed yet. But the, the more she started doing it, the better she got. The better she got. The first year, the first time she came to me, she could not deadlift pretty much up, like 100 pounds. She couldn't pick up 100 pounds. But by the time that first year went through, she was already doing 135. Like already. It was like, yeah. it was amazing. And she probably felt amazing. Yeah, she felt amazing, but I could not believe how strong, how fast she got. Mm-hmm. And that's why I told you to do that. If you just do that right there, that's a basic warm up. Once that becomes easy, then you add to it, add to it, add to it. And we'll talk about that here in a minute, but that's kind of the thing. It's all volume based. So, like, if you can only hand, handle 5,000 pounds of work, you're not really all that strong. But then, you know, you think, 25 pound dumbbells so you got 25 right so 25 pounds times four which is 100 times um well it's a it's 400 four is it 400 pounds 25 times four sets of 25 25 times yeah so it's 250 pounds right no 25 times 25 no 25 times 100 because you're doing 100 reps that's 2500 pounds yeah, so you're doing 2,500 pounds of one exercise times two exercises if you use 25s. So think about that. That's what, 75? That's what I'm doing right now. Like, that's what I'm, I mean, not the same weights and all that, but as far as, like, the time, I'm doing that in eight minutes. Yeah, so think about it. Like, if you were, when you started doing that, you took, what, 14 minutes, 12 minutes, whatever it was? No, 19. 19. It was, Remember the first time I sent it, it was yeah. 19 minutes. Yeah, so then over the course of time, it got easier and easier and easier, right? So technically, if uh, and we'll get back into the, the strongman stuff, but like when you start looking at like training-wise, you have three methods. Well, technically periodization. You have linear periodization where the periodization always goes up in a, in a like a, a upward angle. You know what I mean? Do it again. So you have like, you have like 7,500 pounds. 7,700 pounds, 7,800 pounds, 7,900 pounds, 8,000 pounds, so forth. That would be linear periodization. Then you have what they call nonlinear, which you would go 7,500 pounds, 7,600 pounds, 7,700 pounds, back down to 76. <coughs> so, like, if you were to do dumbbells, you could do 25s. The mm-hmm. next week you'd use 30s. The next week you use 35s. Mm-hmm. Then you go back a week, go back down to 30s, 35s, 40s, 35s, 40s, 45s, and so forth. That's what they call nonlinear. Then you have the Russians who did concurrent, which that's essentially what you're kind of doing, where you're doing the same weight until it gets easy. Essentially until you go from 19 minutes down to 8 minutes, right? Then once you get to that, now you can progress on to the next thing, which is going to be essentially another exercise. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. all it is. Yeah. And then everything else goes that way. So, like, the next exercise. Follow like, it. Yeah, so, like, you got that. You got your warm-up where you're doing, like, dumbbell benches for 25 reps, tricep extensions for 25 reps, and then say abs or bicep curls, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That's but yeah. So essentially, if you're doing, I don't know what if, happened. If you're doing the, the, you're getting through the minute. You're doing a concurrent periodization. Now you've got 7,500 reps down in eight minutes. You pick another exercise. You do your sets of eight. Maybe increase that for five weeks. I would say one thing is technically the law of accommodation, which means essentially states if you do anything for three weeks or longer, you're not you no longer progress at that one thing. Mm-hmm. Right, and it kind of holds true for everything. Is that when you is that that's kind of when you plateau? Oh yeah, well, yeah, you would kind of you would kind of plateau. Like you'll have a detraining effect mm-hmm. until you have to accommodate. Like then you get into the concurrent again. 
But essentially, like you do, it holds true with everything in life. Like you do the same sex position for three weeks in a row, like it's terrible. Yeah, you're, you're gonna be looking for a new partner, or you're gonna be looking for a new position. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like something's got, something That's else so is gonna true. get. So, ladies, if you're listening to Ben, Big Ben Dewey, yeah. he just said, "Don't just sit there, missionary." Yeah, switch it up. What that motherfucker hit it doggy style sometimes. Put a pillow <laughs> underneath, change the angle. What do you say? <laughs> Put a pillow underneath, change the angle. What do you say, Kevin? You. Yeah, that motherfucking he's, pillow. He's always talking about these pillow wedges. <laughs> yeah, you ever heard I mean, of that? yeah, I mean, just do anything. I'm telling Change you. Change it up. Buy the swing. Do whatever you, you got to do. This guy. <laughs> the swing's fun, too. This guy. I thought about getting the swing. Man. But that's the thing is, like, whenever you're training, you need – because your body, you got to – like we talked about this last time, your body will always accommodate to whatever it is. Right. Right? Like, if you eat, if you eat 2,500 calories a day – your body will lose weight, and then until what? It'll plateau. Then you got to do something to change a initial response. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's the I'm, thing. I'm listening to you, man. I'm just getting me social media shit. You know <laughs> yeah. I'm listening. But that's the thing is, like, whenever you're doing that, like, you need to kind of be careful of, like, different variations. So every three weeks, you need to change something up. Correct me up. So – so I want to talk, man. I got to get into this fucking Olympic shit, man. Okay, so I mean, we were talking about some cool shit, but dude, I've really been fucking like this Olympic shit. Well, so essentially, I, I'll be honest with you, it, yeah. I got to piss really bad though. Okay, okay. well, we haven't even taken our break yet. How long have we gone with no break? Over an hour. Uh, exactly. You go. You cool with us taking a quick break? Yeah. You sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I got to piss really bad. I need to smoke a cigarette. Let me do that, and then let's get into this Olympic shit, all right? All right. All right, we'll be oh right back. Oh, my God. Hey, Alphas. We would like to invite you to join the pack. You can find us on Facebook at Mind of the Alpha Podcast, Instagram at Mind.OfTheAlpha, and YouTube at Mind of the Alpha Podcast. We hope to see you commenting. Now let's get back to this week's show. And we're back. We are? Oh, shit. I don't know if you're back. I'm not, dude. I'm voided out since we started this fucking thing. Yeah, because if you guys look at the video on YouTube, (laughs) these motherfuckers over here just sitting there blankly staring. Not you. Yeah. (laughs) You didn't notice that? I mean, he's been awful quiet over there. He's voided. Yeah. We call it the void. Yeah. Yeah. We get drunk, we call it the void. You get to a certain spot where you're like, I don't even know yeah. where I started. Yeah, but it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. But um, yeah, so we'll we'll kind of get into the Olympics and, and how different things. And it kind of ties into my uh my programming and stuff. But essentially the uh the Olympics kind of started like the Greece had them like way back and they kind of got disbanded. And then they came back, I think it was like in the You said the Greeks. Yeah, the Greeks kind of did something very similar to it. And then um ooh, it started up in like the 40s or whatever. Well, the first Olympics, Russia did not send any athletes. All they sent, so every country sent athletes, right? America, China, all these countries. We did not send nobody. Well, what happened is they wanted to, they want, they sent all their statisticians, their doctors, their film photographers, they sent every, all those guys mm-hmm. and they had them take a look at it. And when they came back, they figured out that if they, if they mass maximize all of the power sports, they would automatically dominate the Olympics. So weightlifting, you think about it, if they want all the weightlifting's, you're talking about the Russians. Yeah, the Russians. Yeah. They're they're and let me say this about the Russians. Have you ever seen they play them? to win? Yeah. Well, not only that, sort of not only that though, they're fucking like the thing about Russians, man, I think that they're the closest thing to our what we came from as far as like evolution yeah. goes. 
Because if you look at a Russian athlete, for instance, right, they're fucking hairy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Have you ever noticed that? Well, most of them are anyway. Have you? But that's what I'm saying. Like specifically an athlete, though. Have you ever noticed like a Russian wrestler or like MMA or whatever? They mm-hmm. fucking just have hair everywhere. Like gorillas. Yeah, dude. So, yeah. so I really think that that plays a part into why they're successful. But yeah. So essentially, when they came back, the scientists that they had sent over there, Yuri Vachonsky and um, all these guys, they came back and they said, "If we dominate the power sports, we will win every Olympics." So what they did is they they took all these athletes and they started training them. They started coming out with like Perlopin's chart, figuring out how they could you know maximize one hundred percent strength output and win the you know win the Olympics. So that's kind of where it started. That's where the conjugate system came from. They figured out they come out with like Perlopin's chart, which is essentially how many lifts you can lift in a certain range before you become overtrained or. Let's say that what is it called? Pelotons, Pelotons, Pelotons. Is it, is that a Russian like scientist? Scientist. Okay. Yeah, he came out with they what they call Pelotons chart, which shows that I've never if, heard of that. Me neither. Essentially, it's like if you're at ninety percent, you only have like four attempts, right? Where if you can lift into eighty five percent, seventy to eighty five, you can get X amount per sets, right? Like you can get X amount of lifts. Mm-hmm. So he figured out that like if we trained our athletes in these particular ranges, not only where they did, they have enough stimulus to grow and get better. They also didn't work overtrained. That's how they figured that out. So anyway, they come in and they started, you know, doing really well in the Olympics. Well, then the next thing, you know, in the fifties, whenever they sent all these weightlifters over there, they started winning all these Olympics. Well, uh, Dr. Ziegler, who was the American, uh, doctor for all the, the Olympic athletes that trained at York, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. He, the doctor, Dr. Ziegler goes over there and he, you know, figures out, he, looking at all these Russian athletes, like, how in the hell are they so strong? So he goes to this doctor and he takes them out to a bar and he starts drinking. He's like, I wonder, wonder how you, you know, how are you train your athletes? He's like, well, we're giving them a derivative of testosterone. He's like, oh, shit. Okay. And he starts, he starts talking and whatever. So Dr. Zeger comes back and he starts doing all this. And he figures out that if you do D ball, he comes up with D ball, Diana ball. And he started giving all the American Olympic weightlifters D ball. Well, all of a sudden we started doing pretty well in the Olympics. Right now, uh, there was also things like isometrics and stuff like that. Well, going on to that, they started catching on to that. Well, then you can't give women, you can't give women like testosterone. Right, because they have tremendous side effects. But yeah, they fucking become men. Yeah, yeah. So I, this is how this kind of started. Sharing bathrooms and shit. What the fuck? So when my wife got pregnant about you know two years ago now, or Mm -hmm. actually two years and nine months, whatever it is, because he's turning two this this month. Um, she was pregnant, and all the first trimester was like okay. Once they hit the second trimester. Strength gain started going through the roof. Every week, she's going up 10 pounds, 10 pounds. Like, and literally, the, the when she was on December 9th mm-hmm. uh, or December 2nd, when uh, when he was uh, about supposed to be born, I had her do 315-pound reverse band bench with a slingshot. Think about that. She only weighed 185. Bro, I don't even know what that means. Well, 315 is 345s on a bar each side. Okay. Think and what, what you said, the reverse bench. Yeah, so I had a reverse band. So I had bands. I had about, uh, it's probably about 100 pounds of band tension off the bottom. But even that, I had her doing, uh, I mean, she was 
pretty much pressing 185, go all the way up. Even um, six weeks out before he was born, we did a deadlift competition. She pulled 325 pounds beltless, and it was fast. Like she could probably get on 350. I just when they're pregnant, their bones are kind of like they produce this hormone that's like loosens their joints up. Aren't, there, aren't their bones a little more brittle? Well, when they, they're they're more prone to like bone injury. When they get pregnant, they start producing this and that, chemical that loosens their joints. Is that they because need to when they have birth and then they can like have a vaginal birth and the birth yeah. canals expands and all that, right? Yeah. Okay. But essentially what happened is I started, I couldn't figure out why in the hell. I, I know her body weight was going up, mm-hmm. but I mean, everything. Like even Rose, like she was doing 90 pound dumbbells. Think about that. Little old Heidi. If I took you to the gym right now, I guarantee you couldn't do nine. Oh, no, I couldn't do it. Oh, here she is. Right now, I couldn't. Here she is just going at it for like eight, ten reps. Oh. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was retarded. So anyway, I started looking into it. Well, I kind of come stumbled across some stuff. So technically, this has been known about for many years. Because the Russians couldn't give women steroids. Because they can't you can't give women testosterone because they develop facial hair. They need to be able to look like women going into the Olympics. Yeah. But they found out when they would get them pregnant, mm-hmm. they would have the same effect as being on steroids. So guess what they started doing? Getting them pregnant. Russian strength coaches started impregnating their. Shut um, the fuck up! Are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. Bro, so when you when you so when you well, there's around, actually lawsuits right now in Germany. The German the German strength coaches are doing the same thing. So you when you said okay, so I'm I'm perplexed right now. Okay, uh-huh. <laughs> that's fucked up. When you said you wanted to talk about the scandals, yeah, of the Olympics, I, I had not no think idea that's what it was. That was the very last thing. Like, so they were impregnating. Now, were they doing it against the women's will? Well, I think it was okay. For there's some things you need to talk about. So, like for one, when I tell you that the Russians like athletes, they take the athletes and they develop the athletes. That is your job, right? Like we don't do that in America. Like Simone Biles, who was amazing gymnast. Mm-hmm. Right. She yeah. doesn't get paid by the United States government to be on the Olympic team. Like she doesn't get paid by the US government to be a gymnast. Like the weightlifters that we send over there do not make money from the US government. But in Russia, they do. They're essentially government employees. Yeah, but are they but are they actual employees or is it just the Russian no? They so, are but they are I mean employees. they're they're considered employees, but Basically, what that means is, is they're just being taken care of by the government. Right? Yeah, their housing's paid for. The meals exactly. are paid so for. So they're not. You look at China athletes right now, the China Olympic team who dominates the shit out of us. They have their, it's a government training facility with government paid coaches, government. They have mm-hmm. people that give them massages. They have hot, cold, cold, hot tub, cold tubs. But they have the perfect scenario to get as strong as they possibly can. And that's 100% all it is. All it is is to win medals. So go back to this Russian and pregnant. Well, it, it, pregnant, started, pregnant. it started that way. So like, they started figuring out. But my cl- my question, though, is were they forcing these women? So to, I don't technically know. So they were was, like fucking them and they weren't like wanting to be fucked by these coaches? It could, they may not even actually fuck them. They may have just actually just inject like <laughs> intra V. Oh, oh introverted. So I don't exactly know, but I know they were getting them pregnant. So who who is the top Russian coach right now? I mean, at that well, time, I don't even know if they have one right now. At that time, um, do you know who it was? Because I wonder how many kids that motherfucker actually has. No, no, no. They 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 aborted them. 
Oh my god, dude! They would just That's, get them so to. They would get them to. I, so, someone told me it's like in their second trimester, and then they would abort. That's disgusting. So they would get them full ass. They would get them, you know, where they were producing max hormones, then abort the child, and then dope that blood out. That's such a blood dope. Jeez, dude. So that's the thing. Bro, I don't even know what to say to that. That's so essentially, disgusting. when you think about it, you think, I know. Is this well, public knowledge? Like, do they? Well, I think now, like, so there is a lawsuit. Um, there was some stuff in court that I would I'm almost like, dude, I'm, I'm, I know. there was like, but I'm fucking mind blown right now. That's some of the German, disgusting. some of the German athletes, like athletes that had that happen to, like the females, they were impregnated and aborted so many times they can't actually have children now. And it's it's actually documented in Germany, but 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 my question, but I'm just wondering, are they like going against, like, are they doing this like against the women's See, will? Then you start. Is that then like you kind of get into the, like then you kind of get into thing of like socialism because then it's like, did they have a choice? It's kind of like in the United States. So you're saying Florida, that they were. Yeah. You're saying that they were. They were um, technically employees. Of then the again, it could also be too. Like, it could also be this too. Like they could be like, if you do this, you're going to get this, and you could win a medal. And then if you win a medal, then you're set up for success. Now, would you do it? It's kind of like me telling you, like, hey, you want to win a gold medal? What if I gave you this pill that you could do it, but you would forfeit X? Like, hey, I'm going to give you this pill. You're going to go to the Olympics and you're going to win a gold medal and you're going to be a celebrity and you're going to pay hundred thousand dollars every year for the next fifteen years. But in case of that, now you're going to be sterilized. You're never going to have kids again. Would you do it? But but I mean, it depends on who you are. But what I'm but but, the thing but as an is, athlete like, trying to go to a gold medal, exactly, you're giving them what they what they're working maybe, for. That's the most important thing in their life at that time. Maybe they took it voluntarily. I don't know. But the, the crazy part about that is, though, is that like, so so it feels like to me, though, and knowing the Russian government and the, and the German government, and they're not the only ones capable of doing this. I found several different cases. Like I said, Germany was doing it. China's probably doing it. Yeah, but look at the look at the nations that we're talking about. We're talking about a socialistic attitude towards them. once again, though, you have to also keep in mind that those people, their job is to win gold at the Olympics. That, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to say. Though. What I'm trying to say, though, is that these people, so these women are being told, hey, you know, we'll, we'll give you housing. We'll give you training. We'll, we'll, pay give for, you, we'll pay for your travel. We'll give you food. We'll take care of every, all your, all of your necessities to live. And all you got to do is win a gold medal. And this may help you do that. And by winning a gold medal, you, if we get you pregnant and you you gain these hormones, and it it'll increase the hormone, the, you know your hormone output. You can get 15 percent strength output. Right, so you're pro, you're you're more than likely going to win. Would you do it? I don't. I mean, yes. As as that as that, yeah. I mean, you know, because they're pushing, they're going to push them too. Because you already know, like in those, that, yeah, they're already fucking. Yeah, they're this is what you're doing for sure. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, you already know, like they were struggling to begin with. Because even now, even nowadays, like you go over to Russia, um, you go over to Germany, China, probably even. Think about in America. It's probably right now. really hard. It's probably really hard to fucking live. Yeah, they're poor, super poor. So if yeah. you're giving them an opportunity to be what's considered to do the thing you rich, love. Rich, yeah. Then yeah, I probably would. Think about it. Think about it right now. If I, if the government, so, what, so there's lawsuits. 
There is some lawsuits right now because the women could not. Who get are they pregnant. suing? Though? Are they suing the, the Russian government? Yeah, it's, it's Russian government involved because they were employees of the government. But you know what kind of makes me wonder though, like when they do that, who who's backing them though? Because they're mm-hmm. they're fighting against the Russian government. You know what I mean? So like who? Well, who's that's backing? A, that's that? not who's... the Russian government. That's the Russians have it documented because they were they talked about like hormone production and stuff like that. So they were kind of they were the ones that kind of came out with like the whole thing of like. Well, hey man, get this on video because it was be it was one of those things that like they started figuring out like because once again they started doing D ball right so well they were giving them testosterone to start producing so this is it blows me away like they talk about you know Mark McGuire Sammy Sosa well that was in the nineties like D ball was over the counter in the fifties it was in nineteen fifty seven you could buy D ball over the counter at CVS so we're gonna I'm, say this fine boy because I didn't expect so like, we're gonna say said, like. Yeah, we're going to say like steroids only happened in the 90s and it was only done for Mark McGuire. So we're going to wipe them out from these record boards. But essentially, in the 50s, we already knew about testosterone. We already knew about steroids. We already knew about D-ball. We were already coming up with all these different derivatives of things. The science, the Russians had already figured out that if, if women was pregnant, they were already producing tons of testosterone. They're producing uh, progesterone. Yeah, because, I mean, if you think about it like this, though, like human growth hormone is 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 like you're you're – if you're taking a high dose of testosterone, okay, mm-hmm. and this is my research, and you tell me if I'm wrong because you know more about it, but if you're taking a really high dose of, of testosterone, which is essentially a human growth hormone, right? Basically, um, kind of, I mean, kind of does. Well, it is anabolic, but it's not growth you see, hormone. You see IGF, the- IGF is essentially, um, it's almost insulin based. But, but what I'm saying is, is that you you're taking this. So you're you're basically you take your regular human human being. You take your just a regular guy, and then you give that regular guy these high doses of this testosterone. You're giving you're increasing. I mean, he's becoming super a super athlete, holding super right? nitrogen, holding their muscles right. are working better. They're working more right. optimal. Now, now let's not get there's a neurologic get, effect. There's all sorts of recovery effects like. Endocrinologies, endocrinologies, or endocrinologists is like, I don't know what I'm saying because I'm drunk, but yeah. <laughs> their their um their blood work is going to be something that is off the charts, right? Mm-hmm. So it's going to be something that you're talking about, like a superhero, yeah, right? You're talking about a super athlete, you're talking about a superhuman. So, and, but there are side effects to that, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I'm just I'm just completely mind blown because so, when you said when you said you want to talk about this, I didn't have any idea that it was that. And it, and you know what the fucking crazy thing has been? I've been researching this shit since me and you talked about. It. I wanted to read up on it so I could talk educational. You know, yeah. it, it, I wanted to be educated on it. Nothing in what I read talks about this. Yeah. So how how do you know this? Well, I talk to the my circle of people that I've placed around me are very very highly educated like a lot of people like especially with the russian governments like they know how the russian system was developed like there's a lot of like backstories like i can kind of go on and on and on about some of these backstories and stuff but uh i hear a lot of like different things so i I get a lot of like different information on like how certain things happen and a lot of people heard a lot of stories and stuff like that but yeah like all this stuff is pretty much you know from Different people, like even like the Russian scientists, like some of those Russian scientists even talk to the Americans, especially some of the groups that I've talked, you know, trained with and talked with. 
So, so why, why is this something that, like, when I Google it and I go on, you know, these different Come websites on. and things you know. like that? Well, it's all censored. <laughs> Come on, dude. Well, <laughs> we've been censored. We've been censored for so long. It's just we just now became aware of it. I feel like. Do you like, not? Do you not find that crazy? No, it's the mom and dad thing that I talk about all the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, here's the thing: is like we so, have, we know that almost all the Olympics from the '50s have been tainted. Right. But yeah. we don't really talk about because when you talk about natural. That's why I'm so surprised. I was just thinking steroids. And then it was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. It oh, is no. if it gives you an advantage, they are they're doing, doing it. it. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. And that's the same thing with everything else. I mean, it's the when you look into like the Olympics, like the 50s, they had testosterone and steroids and they were taking them over the counter. Right, so you think the fifties, the fifty fours, the fifty eights, the My thing is, though, is like if they were taking over the counter. So in nineteen thirty six, there was a doctor that did a study on testosterone. That was t- testosterone. Though. Okay, so yeah. steroids are essentially derivatives of testosterone. Right, but so they did it. They did a, a study well, on that. Steroids are anything that have to do with reproductive organs or reproductive hormones is essentially so. Maybe I'm even cortisol is a steroid. Right. And it's essentially a it's all, it all goes back to your hormones, right? Mm-hmm. It all goes back to it's a hormone produced by the body. Mm-hmm. Right. So they did a study on that in thir- in like nineteen thirty-six. There was a doctor who did a study, and this was a lot, and this was the thing, is a lot of doctors nowadays, a lot of MDs nowadays, when you talk to them about steroids, all of their information is derived from this study that was done in the thirties. Did you know that? Um, not anymore. So there's a lot of there yeah. is, but hold on. So the they the studies that were done showed that and, and the crazy thing is is this is where all the heart disease come from and the in the bad things about mm-hmm. about um testosterone therapy mm-hmm. and that sort of thing comes. So this doctor, and I can't remember his fucking name. Kevin, can you look it up while I'm talking? Mm-hmm. It's ahead. a doctor in the 30s that did a study on testosterone. It's like 1936, 1938, around there. Um, the study that he did. Basically, what it said was, is that, um, and that's where a lot of the, um, the the misconceptions about, you know, testosterone use and that sort of thing came from. The study that he did, though, was only conducted on three people. Mm-hmm. Okay. And those three people, one of them dropped out after three weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the other two already had fucking problems and already had shit going on. One of them died. Yeah. And that's where a lot of, and if you look into steroid use and you look into testosterone use, specifically testosterone use, if a you lot are, of, a lot of the information that these doctors are talking to you about, your your regular family doctor will talk to you about comes from that study. It's true. And it's crazy to me that they are basing this on a study from 1936 that was based on three fucking people. Yeah. So when you so you're you you have a scientific mind. Mm-hmm. Right, your wife's scientist, you know, you, you call your wife a scientist, whatever. Yeah. When they do a study nowadays, right? What is the the control group is is huge. And, and it should be, right? I well, mean it so should be. Then you kind of get then it gets on who paid for it. God, I love you, dude. So exactly then the problem then is but, then you start getting so you take it. my most, point is though, if you take a legit study. One that's paid for and it's not a nonprofit. It's not paid for by pharmaceuticals and and these big companies out there that have an active interest in what the study is studying. Right, mm-hmm. your control group is usually still a pretty large amount of the population. You can't uh, take. Well, that should be half. But but the you thing, should have half control, half. Well, you know what I'm saying. Studies. I'm talking about the total the total subjects yeah. of of that study. Right. 
It's not three people. Yeah, I mean, but then again, if, if it's a hundred enough, it's a thousand enough, it's five thousand enough. It's like then you, yeah. But I would say that that three people is definitely not enough, right? True. But if you take fifteen hundred people, I'm gonna I'm gonna better. take the data from the fifteen hundred people, and that's still a low amount of the population. Yeah, I'm gonna take that data. And I'm gonna I'm gonna study that more, and I'm gonna I'm gonna conclude that that is probably better data than it is if you have three people. Well, then you get into like peer-reviewed. Is peer-reviewed means it's a little bit better of a study. I don't even know if that's true because they there was a, a, a group that did, some people that did a study on um, dog rapes. Have you heard of that? No, but... So these guys wrote a paper, okay, on um, rape of dogs, basically, at dog parks. And it was a bullshit paper. Completely yeah, horseshit. Fabricated. Fact. Yeah, they just basically made it up. And they were talking about dogs being raped. And they fucking studied that the, the peer reviews were done, published this paper as one of the top 10 papers in the United States and yeah. in the world. And it was a they didn't story. fucking even read it. They didn't it, it's proven that they didn't even read that paper. Yeah. Huh. So I'm I mean, not surprised. Yeah, I mean that's the problem, is is it's my I'm back, by the way. When when we start saying we follow the science, <laughs> you, you you're all right. Like but here's the thing is like there are actually some pretty good studies, especially in like Switzerland and Germany and stuff like that, where they don't have this uh, this bad view on it. I mean, I've even read that. Um, well, I I know of a guy that was telling me that Trenbolone, which is like the 10 times stronger than test, they'll prescribe it to kids who are bullied. Why? That's to make them more aggressive. More make it more aggressive. It doesn't make sense. That's insane. Well, it's an equalizer, essentially. But the thing is, the point that I'm trying to make with that statement is that drugs overseas are viewed a lot differently. Well, a lot of things are viewed a lot differently over there, but like it's viewed a lot differently than here. Yeah, yeah. But even like keeping continuing with the Olympics, like that's the thing is like the big thing that you always hear of is like Ben Johnson, right? So they took Ben Johnson's medal away. And they like Ben Johnson essentially was clean for all six, I think, of his tests going into the Olympics. And then he popped on, I think, at the 97 Olympics mm -hmm. on Winstraw. And he's he pretty much went out and said that like I was on everything under the sun, but Winstraw is the one thing I didn't take. So it's like whatever. <laughs> but Carl Lewis failed every drug test except for the one at the Olympics. And we gave him the gold medal. Really? Yeah, but so, they figured out that if they gave him the gold medal, they could make hundreds of thousands of dollars. Have you? Do you know who Nikita Kamov is? Have you heard of him? Um, maybe. You probably have. So in in 2015, that's and that's when this kind of broke loose, right? Um, that's really no. When the, I mean, it's when I'm the, saying that's when the big information started coming out about it, right? I mean, no, they figured that out in like '99. No, right? I'm not saying they figured it out then. Like I know they figured it out before then, but mm -hmm. really, a lot of information started coming oh, out. Oh, maybe right. So, I mean, it's becoming. It's like nowadays, like you can watch documentary after documentary of mm -hmm. stuff now. So that's probably what happened. A documentary came out in 2015. It wasn't even that. Okay, so Nikita Kameva is a Russian scientist that worked with the Russians during that um, that time where they were doing this uh, scandal, mm -hmm. um, where they were, you know, dope. I don't even know why we call it a scandal. It's not like they were the only ones doing it. They were the only ones that got caught. Or caught, yeah. That's why it's a scandal. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I hate how they say it's cheating. It's right. only cheating if not everyone's doing it. Have you seen if that? everyone's doing it, it's just leveling the playing field. Exactly. Yeah. 
as but, like, but what, but what I'm saying about Nikita Kamev is he he contacted one of the major news outlets and said, "Hey, I was a scientist. I was in charge of doing this um, this research. I was the one, one of the people that were." Um, good. Yeah, uh, I was one of the people that were. I see bleeding muscle over there. So, uh, okay. Okay. Oh. um, he was one of the people that was in charge of of this. What you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Where, see, they, if I remember right, with that one, they had a room. I think there's a oh, what's it called? Uh, what's the what's the document called? Veritas. Thanks for Veritas. Yeah, there's a documentary. Yeah. So yeah. essentially, they brought the Russian athletes. They they. You know, they made them pee in all these bottles, right, when they were clean. Mm-hmm. And then they put them in, they stored all these samples. And then, because it was in Russia, I think, that year, they had their own thing. And then they they would bring the athletes in. And as they would pee into the cups, they had a door, like a little window, and they would pass the samples through that window. And that's how they cleaned that. And I think that's how they got caught. Well, here's the thing. This guy contacted this major news outlet. Yeah. Okay, and he wanted to talk about it, right? Yeah. Three months later, he died of a heart attack. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Welcome to Russia. Why do you think you ever haven't heard about any women getting pregnant, brother? Three minutes, three minutes later, or three months later, he dies of a fucking heart attack, right? Nobody's questioning this at all. Right. It's just... But he's wanting to talk about this whole shit that you're talking about. He's blowing that. I mean, this is one of the main scientists of the fucking Russian scandal, mm-hmm. or what's called the Russian scandal. Yeah. But you know what's crazy to me, and I've been researching this. Been like, we how long have we been talking about talking about this? Like, yeah. what three weeks at least? Yeah, probably. Here, off and on, we've been talking about it. You know what I mean? We've been talking about it. Not one time did I hear anything about Russian women getting fucking pregnant. <laughs> Not one time. But it's yeah. the same thing. It's the same. I've thing. read all that you're doing. I've is, read paper after paper. I've read yeah. website after website. I've read news articles. I've not everything. heard one thing. And now. I'm t- no, I'm not fucking saying this. To, I'm not bullshitting you. I'm, I'm being completely honest. Not one time did they bring up that. Yeah. But that's the thing is like that was going on in the 70s. We don't give a shit what happened in the 70s. All we figured out was uh, what happened in, what is that, 97, yeah. 2015? It's, like, just, it's, it's funny to me how everything, like we say, it's like, oh, it's a huge deal. Bitch, this shit's been, like I said, like Babe Ruth hit all those home runs in what, 37? <clears throat> Yeah. Right. You know, D ball came out in fifties. So, like, when did Roger Maris hit his? Sixty-one. Sixty-one. Yeah, I know he's. I know when he hit his. D ball was dude. Major athletes on D ball. Well, I mean, not I know about now, but I'm talking about back then. Well, I know like the testing. I know like the testing for like the NFL. Like, if you pass the first test of being weird, yeah, if you like, they kind of let you know, like, hey, you have to be like tested. What is D ball for those that don't know? What animal? Okay, so it's a a steroid, right? It's a testosterone steroid. Yeah, it's like the first one. Is it anabolic? Yeah, aren't they all anabolic? Yeah, Andrew. Andrew. Well, there's peptides too. That's different, right? Um, well, the peptide is another. The so peptide is an actual HCH, right? Once again, it's like you have the chemical, and then when it gets passed through the liver, it converts to the thing you're trying to make. But there's there's a difference. There's a difference because the chemical itself is different. That's what I mean. So, like, a peptide is really considered a human growth hormone, yeah. right? I don't know if I an anabolic. Human, ster- I don't. When I think of human growth hormone, I think of like IGF or yeah. growth hormone. All right. So when you're talking about like your other things, you're, basically you're, right. yeah. you're still taking like it's an anabolic androgenic steroid. Yeah. Yeah. 
So even so you, a SARM or a peptide, like when it gets through process, like RAD140, I think when it gets processed, turns into trembolone. So what is the, the the governing body of the Olympics? Who 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 measures these things and makes sure that pretty sure it's water. And what is that saying for? Do you know? Oh God, world athletic drug something doping, the anti-doping yeah. something. Water. I'm pretty sure it's water. Yeah, that's who does like if they're like the big thing right now because they can test you at any time. They show up at like eight o'clock. Yeah, night. but like the NFL, they the. They do a preseason test, and it's that's uh, it. the IOC actually. Oh, IOC. Uh, it was actually oh, yeah, founded yeah. June twenty third, eighteen ninety four. Yeah. Um, by a uh, French educator, Baron. But the only thing about that is that, that sounds great, but like when Diana Ball comes out in the fifties, how do you test to know that it's there? Like they don't know. They so don't it know. could take. Yeah. It take 10, 8, 12 years. Well, yeah, because they got methods yeah. of doing that, right? It's the same. Well, I mean, thing they, yeah, they had to figure out like, oh, okay, well, like. How can I test an athlete without taking blood? Because you don't want to take their blood before they do a competition. Why? Um, they do. They isn't well, that how they, they do it though. Mm-hmm. Like now, even if they test them, like I you can. I think you're in the Olympics. In saliva. Really? I'm pretty sure they really do not like giving blood. How did that just move? I don't know. Well, I think I kicked the table. Oh, okay. uh, I was going to say that was some ghosty shit. But that's the uh, thing is like, is like ooh. you know that's the thing is like. Whenever they come out, like even growth hormone right now, I don't know if there's a real good method of testing if someone's on growth hormone. Like they may have something now, but like you could be on growth hormone now and they would know. So so here's my thing though, man, is like I just don't think that so the future, let, let me ask you this, because this is something that I think about a lot. And I think that we've talked about this quite a bit. The future of humankind is obviously being integrated with technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wouldn't you agree? I mean, I just think, think about medicine. Like, well, here's how the did they now. treat heart attacks back in the day? What's that? How would how they treat heart attacks back in the day? I don't think they really treated them. That's like, why right. the yeah. death rate was so high. So obviously, the the natural course of medicine, the mm-hmm. natural course well, of human. Even look like here's the thing about medicine. Like you even look at like the Civil War. Like we didn't even know different types of blood. Like the Civil War right. brought up like, oh shit. Yeah, you had mean there's an A, A, B, your hand. A negative. If you had a cut on your hand in the Civil War and it was pussing, they would cut your arm off. Yeah. You know they what I mean? didn't know. I mean yeah. but it, like that's the thing is like then they tried to they were like, why are these people like these battle rooms? Okay, well they lost four pints of blood, we're gonna give them blood. Well, then you had this O person given or A person given a B person, B positive, and that's telling them. They're like, well, what the hell? You know, a toe infection. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. So then they, oh, yeah, okay, well, I figured had a hangnail. This dead. guy dropped I mean, his that's gun the thing, on like, For the longest time, you went to the hospital really to die. You were test subjects. Yeah. Like, we look at it now like, oh, medicine, 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 follow science, follow science. It's all their best guess. I mean, you got to give them credit that they're working with what they have. Yeah, but even like, you know, so but but my thing is so with technology goes okay, and because um, I'm a firm believer that I think this is what I think within the next thirty years by 2050, um, there's going to be a possibility where Elon Musk, for instance, can in- put a chip in your brain. And, I think and, that's I that's think they probably do that already. They might, but I'm saying like it'll be more mainstream, right? So yeah. so my well, thing more is acceptable. Is that, yeah. Not acceptable. I, I think that it'll be more common because you'll be able to go. Because, like, right now, if you've said, Hey, I want a chip in my brain, you're not going to be able to just go out and Google a chip in your brain and go out and get that done. Yeah, it yeah. might be experimental. 
what I'm saying is, is that if these people are putting chips in their brains, okay, and they're increasing their, because you're right, you I know could, what, essentially, you could put a chip in your brain to stimulate your hypothalamus to start producing not, testosterone. Not even that, though. What about the, your reptile brain? Okay, so you know what I'm talking about? So you have this small gland in the brain, the amygdala. Yeah, same thing basically. Yeah. We're on the same brain. We talked. I mean, you talked. Yeah, about this last week. You have that, and that's your primal instinct, mm-hmm. right? That's your mm-hmm. instinct that where basically your body shuts everything down in your brain. Fight or flight. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Your fight or flight. And let's be honest: when you're in fight or flight mode, you're probably a little bit strong, right? You're not, oh, you're yeah. not, you're not yeah. thinking about anything but the task at hand in survival. Okay. Well, so yeah. So if they give an athlete such as you a fucking chip in your brain, and it can activate that amygdala and make you get into that primal, primal instinct of where you're in fight or flight mode. Okay. Do you do that? Would I? Yeah. Why? Well, if that gives you an edge over your competition, what would stop you from doing that? And that's your main goal is the well, competition. Okay, so I did a paper. I did a huge lot of research one time. I was like insanely intrigued with like if you could build a person in a laboratory, you could just <laughs> figure everything out to get this person yeah. to like the strongest person in the world. Like even like Neanderthals, right? Like Neanderthals were already genetically stronger than the European man. But they had a calcaneus, their calcaneus, which is the bottom of the heel of your foot. Theirs is more of like, an, it's a sharp angle. So when they have a sharp angle, you cannot run, right? So they were they were super, super, super strong, but they could not run. So then the European man, because they had a more rounded calcaneus, they could like, they were a lot more efficient at running. So they evolved onto the next level. Mm-hmm. But if you could delve back, you could take Neanderthal genes, right? And you could say, oh, I'm going gen- to change this genetic thing and make it a cocaine more like the European man. And then I'm going to take the angle of the shoulder muscles to how they're, like, it's a more efficient way to fire at a 35-degree angle. And then I'm going to take the myostatin thing down, because myostatin is essentially a thing where you, your myo is, if you're myostatin uh, deficient, you just grow like crazy. Yeah, so it's, it's, a essentially, fat, it's a fat, essentially, it's a fat inhibitor and a muscle growth. Yeah, yeah, so or, essentially or a, a defect, actually. Mm-hmm. They do that with cows. Well, those so if you see specific a, cows, if you see, yeah, if you see a cow, engineered, if you see a, my, a cow that's affected by myostatin. uh, myostatins, they are extremely muscular. Yeah, jack shit. They're fucking muscular as fuck. But they I mean, only live like, huh? But they only live like eighteen years. Months. Yeah, eighteen Two months. months is what yeah, but that's the thing. Even about there, there was a kid. There was a baby that was myostatin deficient, and he was fucking jacked. Yeah. Like a year old, he was just like out of his mind, but he died. Heart, he heart he died at four years old. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I remember. He was young. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, we talked. We actually we talked about that too. Remember? Remember when we were talking about sustainability of farming? Oh, okay. Yeah, and I was talking yeah. about the disease that cows suffer through, and they, the natural lifespan of like a cow is usually mm-hmm. like twenty years. Twenty years if they're taken care of. Yeah. Um, and not naturally. Yeah, exactly. If they're just naturally led to pasture and all that, it's like twenty years. But if you take a cow that that's um you know supplement all that shit. It's eighteen like, months is yeah. normal fucking lifespan. Yeah. What's what's the point of pumping it full of shit if it's gonna? Because they are trying to get it to yeah, grow as that, fast as possible yeah, to make still, as much money as possible. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, exactly. it's not only that. Just you think about it now. Like 
how many humans do we have in just the United States? How do you feed those amount of humans? Yeah. Did you listen? Have you? Uh, so, I don't know if do you listen to the podcast at all. I mean, if you don't, no big deal. No, like, I, I I've listened to some of the podcasts when you like invited me on. I kind of want to see what you guys did, uh-huh. but I I don't have uh, a whole lot of time because I'm like I know you don't have to explain yourself. Yeah, no, I, no, I, I guess I completely. You understand. have like countless hours to yeah. We yeah. yeah. I mean, I for somebody to catch up, it takes but a I think years. that um, <laughs> something that you should go back and listen to if you get a chance. I don't mm-hmm. know is our our episode that we did on sustainable farming. Yeah. Because well, I know Heidi really listens to like listens to Oh, she does. Okay, cool. Yeah, she's telling me about you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but I think anyone listening would... still through this, thank you. <laughs> I, think, I think that you would, you would really enjoy that episode because we talk about a lot of this stuff, yeah. right? Sustainable farming. It's not sustainable to do what we're doing now mm-hmm. um, because eventually it's going to run out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's too many people on the planet. Right? Yeah. And then you get into the, the thing. It's like, well. The sun technically gets what ten percent bigger every year. And I don't. Can, is that true though, or is the Earth just getting well, closer to the sun? Well, either way, it doesn't really matter. You see, what once, you're out, exactly. the, once you're out of the water and having it zone, it's exactly exactly because we're so it's like if you want to fine line, if you want to scare yourself, we can come up with all sorts of scenarios. <laughs> right, right. But it's yeah. a it's a fine not line. just but, zombies. But yeah. back back to the <laughs> what aliens. I'm saying about the about the microchip. It's like if you are in a competition, it's the same thing with these Russian women that. These Russian women are told, hey, you're in a competition. That's your main goal. And if I can give you an up on the co- a leg up on the competition, you take it. If I can put a chip in your head, and this is really important to me, man, because like see, then you get- I think a lot of people don't really think about this. A lot of people think about day-to-day life, but they're not thinking about what's happening in the future. Eventually, dude, I don't give a fuck who you are and what you say. Mm-hmm. Eventually. We're going to become a technological being. We're going to be we're going to be incorporated with technology. We're going to be an AI system, and that's what I think the future of humankind is. I mean, here's the thing: is like when when you like so you lift weights, right? Mm-hmm. So when you go to the gym, you lift weights, and I go to the gym and lift weights. You're probably only using six percent of your motor units that you. <clears throat> I could probably train you to ten. I know I've heard they said now that Eddie Hall when he. Pulled the 1100. I think they said he only used 16. Oh, well, let me meet that guy. You know that? Oh, my God. He's enormous. You've seen Well, him? I don't know about now. Yeah. He's you've, lost a lot. You've actually seen him before. Like, in I've pretty much met all those guys. That's so. what I thought. Yeah. But, yeah. anyways, go ahead. But, yeah, like they said, he only reused like 16% of his butter units. And he's actually a good study because he does some of these like genetic things. Like, he got to the Mudo. So, I did like the Mudo study. So, Mudo is an England, English company. Mm-hmm. And you can like order it for like, 150 bucks. They'll send you a kit, you swab your cheek cells, you break into the test tube, seal it, you send it all the way back to England. And they will figure out, like, they'll take it to your test and they'll say, okay, well, you're genetic based. Um, with your genetic makeup, you'll have this, you're, you'll respond very well to protein. You won't do response to what carbohydrates or make you do. Like with mine, it said, I don't respond very well to fats. And that was like shocking to me because, like, my family, I've had like four diabetics in my family. My mom's diabetic, like, well, pre-diabetic, technically. My dad was a diabetic, but he was 350 pounds, and he was super, super fat. My grandpa was pre-diabetic. My grandma, on my other side, was diabetic. She, she lost a kidney. So I'm sitting here going, like, man, I got diabetics in four, four corners of my family tree. Yeah. I probably don't respond very well to carbs. Well, goddamn, if I would have known, if I would have taken this test years ago, I'd be so much further advanced than I am now. 
because I found out I could process carbs. So how, how do you feel about genetic testing when it comes to the type of food that you should eat and not eat? Because well, I mean, there's companies out there that do that, and I and I think it's still hard. I think that I oh definitely it's always an ever changing subject. A friend of mine's doing that now, actually. But I I really think that there's evidence there that shows that th- that actually is something that works for you, and that you can tell a lot about who you are. Dude, you can get so many. Oh my god, there's benefits to it. Well, for one, uh, before I moved to Cincinnati, I could not get over 300 pounds. I ate and ate and ate. I would literally eat till I threw up, <clears throat> swallow back down just to get bigger. What? Dude, I'm, I've been, I, I made so many mistakes. Just way. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing is like, once again, like if, if you were to do whatever it is, you know, like if, if you wanted to buy a house and you were like everything, you would cut all these corners <clears throat> to like save money to buy this house. Yeah. And any anytime you're trying to do something that, that betters, I'm saying this in quotations for those of you that are just listening. Anytime that you do something that betters yourself, you're mm-hmm. going to cut corners. Yeah. I don't give a fuck who you are. I mean, I, I don't care. But like, that's the thing is like, if you're trying to go into these powerlifting meets or these strongman meets and you know, these guys are 300 and 400 pounds. Well, got, I'm not going to go in at 250. You got to compete. You know, I got, I got to do. At the end of the day, Ben, it's all about you mm-hmm. got to compete. You got to do. If they're doing it, I'm going to do it too. You know, if you're going to eat 5,000 calories, by God. So that's what that, Mm -hmm. let me get back to that microchip thing. Mm -hmm. So if I tell you that if I put a microchip in your mind, what, motherfucker? I want to talk about this microchip. Because because I haven't got a straight answer about it. When I go, if I go back and I tell you that I can give you a leg up on your competition, okay, and you are going to fucking see increased gains, you're going to see increased mind because. Because my thing is, man, is like if I don't, I don't I, hold on, I don't care what what anybody says. Like <laughs> when it comes to anything, your your brain is the most powerful tool you have. Mm-hmm. Okay, it doesn't matter if you're dieting, it doesn't matter if you're lifting weights, it doesn't matter if you're racing NASCAR, it doesn't matter if you're fucking playing football. You know, on an NFL level, your mind state is important. Your mind has to be able to fucking beat that and has to be able to overcome. Because every human being is built the same. Mm-hmm. Genetically, we're always built the same. Genetically, they're saying, or you know, I mean, there's different. Things, but yeah, we're all we're all basically the same. Your brain will tell you when you've reached that maximum limit. Okay, you've reached that maximum potential of, that you that your brain's saying. Okay, mm-hmm. and someone like me versus someone like you. Your brain is allowing you to push past that part. Yeah. Okay. So if I give you a microchip in your head <laughs> that pushes you completely past that and without any strenuous activity, without even having to think about it, that microchip shuts that part of your brain off and you're in a fight or flight mode. You're telling me you wouldn't do that? The problem is, is I know what would happen. What? Well, you tear yourself apart. Oh. Uh... You know, an NHRA, you know, an NHRA dragster, mm-hmm. they make those things produce so, they're 11, I think they're up to 11,000 horsepower now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah. minute that something goes just a little bit south, what happens? The motor blows. Yeah, blows the fuck up. Yeah. They have to keep it, they really have straps to keep the things to try but, together. But if I give you a microchip in your head that makes you not care about that. But yeah, you wouldn't, but guess what will happen? Yeah, but. It'd be a career-ending injury. Yeah, but it doesn't matter to you. 
at that I point. I mean, yeah, but the problem then is, is you're not able to think like that. You're not true. able. You're not able to process failure in your mind. That's true, but it went in a, like say say a thousand pounds. Mm-hmm. Right now, if I can only use sixteen percent of my motor units, and I'm picking a thousand what you, pounds. What do you exactly mean by motor units? You're talking about your tendons, your muscles. Yeah, like so. Let's say my bicep can curl. Christ, say my bicep can curl. Can say it again. His biceps as big as my thigh. So yeah. if I was to say I could curl three hundred pounds, uh-huh. right? But if the bar goes this way or this way, just ever by a degree. Let's say my bicep is now severed. Okay. It could just literally pop in half because I'm producing so much force and it could go wrong at any minute. Or say I pick up a thousand pounds. I didn't mean to squirt on. So if I could pick up a thousand pounds, I'm consciously saying, okay, step, step here. Okay, feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it. Right. Okay, now we're good. Now we cross the 50 line. But you're telling me I'm going to give you a chip to where now you can use 100% of any motor units. Well, guess what the hell I'm going to do with a thousand pounds? I'm going to try and sprint with a thousand pounds. Yeah, you're going to blow yourself out. Yeah, you blow your literally body will blow apart. But but that all goes back to to how important it is to you to win. It's true, but you may you won't finish competition. Right. So you can't win. So you wouldn't do that. Well, you essentially the problem is that's what I'm asking you. If you could say this, I could give you a microchip that's not going to affect all of this, Mm -hmm. but now you're not going to have to take TRT. Now you're not going to have to take all this. Now you're not going to have to do this. We're going to shut this down at a certain ratio where it's going to produce more muscle units at X amount so much faster because you don't have to take all this other shit and you're not going to have all these other side effects. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Okay, this um, we're going to make your amygdala produce, it, say it produces 7 nanograms of testosterone a day. Well, we're going to boost to 50. Mm-hmm. Force. Well, you do that? I would. Yeah, but now, okay, now we're going to say, okay, well, when that happens, now your body's more anabolic. It's going to make more red blood cells, so your blood's going to get thicker. But we're going to shut that process down because I can do that. Now you're talking about a different thing. But if you're saying I can just do a flight or flight type of deal, well, now the problem is, is yeah, I could probably win the competition. Everything goes perfect. But the minute something goes one minute this way, or at the weights that we're doing nowadays, you blow your leg in half. You so never, do, you, never so do, you, do you think that it will ever get to the point where, like, because, uh, like, we we talked about this a little bit ago. Kevin, you made this point. Wake up, dude. Uh, passed out. No, no. Um, anyways, Kevin made a point earlier that if you're taking, if you're, if, if you're, if your body's at maximum potential, then you are uh, more aware of your surroundings, right? You're more aware of um, potential injuries to tendons. Potential. Well, that's um, the thing is, like, if I pick the if I pick the yoke up that's a thousand pounds, and I take a step and I can feel my ankle wiggle, the next step that I take. But do you think that a fear, different angle? But but that's what I'm asking you. You at that point when you're doing that, do you think that your brain takes over and there's fear there that stops you from being at your full potential because there's fear that your ankle's wiggling a little bit, so your bone might break. Yeah, but that's the problem. It's like but I need that to get to the finish exactly. line. You don't need that. Well, if you blow your leg in half, you don't get suspension anyway. But that's a, but hear, hear me out. Okay, what I'm saying is, is you're at that point, okay, you pick a thousand pounds up and you're walking. And right now, you feel your fucking, uh, whatever, your, your ankle wobbling. You feel your bones shifting. And you're like, then all of a sudden, these, these uh, thoughts flood your fucking mind, right? And they're like, I can break my fucking ankle right now. So I, need, I probably need to adjust or, or change something, right? How often does that happen? How often do you suffer an injury like that when you're doing that? 
I mean, I never have. Exactly. So athletes in general. Okay. So I don't, I don't know if you know this or not, but I don't know it. And I'm asking you in general, in these competitions, how often do they suffer injuries that are that severe? Does it happen a lot? I'm talking about when that fucking, I'm talking about when their, their fucking leg snaps or some crazy. Well, just this year at the Arnold, uh, obviously JF Caron had a, JF Caron, uh, but that's one guy out of how many? Oh, no, 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 no. That's I what I'm asking. On and but, on that, and on. but that's what I'm asking you. So, out of, out of when you're competing, how many athletes are there? It depends on the competition, really. But okay. this one's going to have like 240. Okay, so 240 athletes. So, on average, is that I bet about one goes to the hospital. Is that about, so, one out of 240. Oh, I don't know. I would guarantee one, maybe multiple. But that's what I'm asking you. So one out of 240 will probably go to the hospital, right? So it's not a, it's not a, it's not an injury that it's not a um, severe injury that happens a lot. Oh, I don't know about that either. That's what I'm asking. Now, so, Jay, like I said, I've. Because um, I think that's Brandon Lilly. In fact, Brandon Lilly was squatting. Uh, it was an opener weight. It wasn't even a heavy weight front. It was an opener. I want to say it was like 700, but he didn't have like knee wraps on or anything like that. And he got me down to the bottom and blew both the tellers off. But then did his career. Did he keep going or nope. did he stop? He, no, he couldn't. Couldn't do it. He went to the hospital, went to the uh, you know, went to the hospital via an ambulance, they reattached his knees, and he's never been back to feet. I just think it's what's crazy to me is there's a lot of people out there that will continue no matter what. Uh, you're, there's a point of diminishing returns. You can fuck your body up so bad where it will never come back. You know, look at Ronnie. The other uh, thing is, it's what's, like, what's that? Yeah, I will say that one Mr. Olympia, dude. What's his name? Ronnie uh, Coleman. Did, Ronnie Coleman, dude. He can't even barely walk now. Yeah, but some of that's because of bad surgeries. Exactly. You're right. Back surgery and things like that. Yeah, but one surgery messed him up so bad that well, some I'm of saying these surgeries now are recover. From what they did the first right. one. Yeah. Because they no Ronnie's an amazing person. They they'll never tell you like spine and all that kind of shit, dude. And then they drove they drilled too deep and had a nerve, so now he's got severe nerve pain. Yeah. Now they're doing all these other surgeries and the surgery. Yeah. And, and nerve pain was you, not had anything but to do with it. You've been doing you know that there's these are potentials for you to suffer through, like with your weightlifting and things like that. You know that there's a possibility that you may injure yourself and never be the same again. And you continue to still do that. Mm-hmm. If I give you a microchip in your head that fucking just pushes you past that point, just a little bit past that point, I think that I would take it. I mean, I, would, I do. Would I, you take a microchip in your head, Kevin? Probably. I train the way I train. I train a certain way because I feel it's the safest way. I compete a certain way because I feel it's the safest way. Because at the end of the day, even if the pro purse is eight, two, say twenty thousand, mm-hmm. it's not worth something. Like, it's how not, much does it cost you to oh train for God. a competition? Depends on what. What do you want to talk about? I mean, you want to talk about a grocery bill? My grocery bill is two hundred dollars a week. <laughs> you know, then the travel, the gym memberships, the gym equipment. You know, a lot of the gym that I'm at, I have to buy a lot of my own equipment. Like, we're so do you, do you make money when you do a competition, or do you lose money? I pretty much always lose the money. Even if I make some of the back, it's I'm always still a loss. So what would you you said you would take a microchip? Yeah. So you would incorporate with technology? Yeah. Why? Uh, I because you're not competing, obviously, on his level. No. But you could you say this thing about like this. If you took a microchip, you know have you ever seen the movie Limitless? 
Fuck yeah. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. So yep. what if the what if the microchip did the same thing? That's, same my, thing. that's my point. Yeah. So now you may be talking about something that's, different. Yeah. Well, because I'm also thinking, why like, though? What what would you what? So if if they started offering these microchips to us, uh-huh. and they started saying, "Hey, you can tab this microchip, you can just do whatever." But it's a uh, new technology, and it's only within the first ten years. Because oh, let's be honest, like new technology and things like that's that. That's different. Now you're changing. So would you like? <laughs> like right Hold now, on. Okay. Well, how long would it have to be in the market to consider it being? In the I don't market? know. Almost a hundred. It'd be like have to be like condos. Like really, do it right away. I think I would do it right away. I really do. Have you, you know, seen I, Alter Carbon on Netflix? Uh, you've talked to me about that. Yeah, that's where they, they take your conscious. Like, I can just take mine out and put it in yours. Yeah. I can kill you to just be like, bloop, yeah. now I'm in your body and everyone yeah. thinks I'm you. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. in that, in that like the same thing. the future of what we're talking about. Yeah. Think about, also think about this. What if it, uh, if it glitches a little bit, you're dead. Yeah. Yeah, it's true, too. Yeah. Or you could just like so that was always something like I thought about like what if they what if they put a microchip in your brain and then they have I have very little faith in technology too. Why? Well, because how many times does it not work? Even in this podcast already, we've already had a technical failure. That's because we're retarded. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Oh, see, (laughs) but that's the thing is like he's got a point. He's got a point. I mean, here's the thing is like we don't even I wouldn't even trust a new drug right now yeah. they come out with a new drug i'm like i'm gonna let four to five years figure out <laughs> you know what i mean yeah i'm gonna wait four to five years to see who this everyone knows bobby just fucking open mouth this whole drink down his face his mouth was open but he was open like you're 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 literally talking about tapping into your brain this multi multi-faceted thing and we're gonna just do this and then if it just shuts this off like that yeah, we won't know about it until you're dead and then you have to die for me to figure out what happened. You know, it's just like the airplane thing. Like, essentially, when an airplane goes down, do you blame the pilot? Yeah, that's, it depends. No, you never blame the pilot. Why not? Because, because it's be on the plane. Air. Because why? Well, once again, okay, why did that pilot have an error? The plane malfunction. Exactly. Because why does the plane malfunction? The instruments that it's using. Okay, okay, the instrument that it used. Not why necessarily. Did it no, I don't know about that. Not necessarily. Because a pilot may, may, may be really tired and make a bad decision about whether they should pivot 90 degree angles or 60 degrees. And okay, why did, it, why did the pilot make that decision? Because of instinct. Whatever. But essentially, you will get down to the root cause. So essentially, if you put a chip into somebody's brain, those people, there's going to have to be a test subject of people dying to figure out, you know what, maybe, okay, we tapped into this thing. We can't tap into that. Let's pull that back. Let's put this one in. Yeah. And then what if the chip You're saying that you wouldn't do that? You wouldn't take a chip if you were offered the chance? If it was 100%, you're not going to die. Not even that. Not even that. Because it's never going to be, I don't think we're ever going to get to a point where they can say 100% if I put a chip in your brain. I don't think I can trust anyone that much. To do that, even if it was well, figuratively if, speaking, what if everybody else around you is doing it? All the people you compete with, then all the people, everybody in your con, in your in your, and he's the crazy world, one because yeah. that's your world. Let's be honest with you. I there's think two things. Hold on, there's two things in your world right now. That's your your wife and your your son Z, mm-hmm. which is completely understandable. And then your strongman competitions, right? Or um, whatever strength training in general, whatever. But anyways, those are the two main things that are important to you in this world. Other mm-hmm. than that, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing else matters to you. Yeah. And we know that. I can mm-hmm. tell you're passionate about that. 
than everybody else in your fucking world. All this, all these people you're competing with are taking these microchips. Successfully using microchips. Successfully, you're telling me that you wouldn't do it. Well, now you've changed the equation. Exactly. Yeah. You keep changing it. Essentially, (laughs) you're saying if they came out with it, would I do it? Yeah. Hell no. But if if I see that it's successful and I'm not seeing down. You would wait, though? Yes, I'm sorry. So you would wait? I would wait. I don't know how far. He doesn't want to do Yeah, he doesn't want to do it. But what about them Russian women that were getting pregnant and didn't want to be there? <laughs> <laughs> You're an asshole. I knew you were going to. That's what I'm, that, I'm tying it back to. He's that. trying to tie it together. I mean, you're, you're, you're probably right. Yeah. And um, same difference. It's the same exact thing. Yeah. It's a yeah. performance enhancing. If you would have probably asked me when I was in the Marine Corps, when I thought it was a number, maybe. It's just too, there's more. Nowadays, now, I mean, I, I say it's it's very strange to me. I say it all the time because, like, if you would have asked me three years ago or four years ago, I would have said, I'm going to pull a thousand pounds and there's, I'm going to die track. And then it's like, oh man, I had a son. Now I'm married. It's like, yeah, I don't pull a thousand pounds. It's not that big of a deal as long as he's successful. But now it's like funny when I lifted before me, it was like, I have to accomplish this goal. I'm lifting for me. Now, when I go to the gym, I think I'm lifting to set an example for him. It's a difference. Yeah. So, like, if you would have asked me that question, that's, or, human, that's human instinct. If you would have asked me that question when I was 20, mm-hmm. I was in the Marine Corps, I was getting shipped overseas. Isn't it crazy, though? Like, if you think about where we were and where we're going as a human race, like, for instance, like, if you, if you take, um, a human being that was uh, alive during the Egyptian time, right? Just the, the the difference in what that that person was and what we are now. The genetic difference, you know, the the difference of your mind, your mind, and everything. Like it's just fucking crazy. Man. It is natural evolution. Things is fucking mind blowing to me. I mean, I know that we've already genetically uh, evolved. I know our back teeth. We've already lost genetically. We've already lost a couple of teeth, and they don't know why. They think it's like a sexual preference thing. We lost a lot of things. People with like under underbites and stuff weren't attractive as much as as much as the other group. So then I just like you know people that like like it. We don't know on the opposite side because I know our back teeth. Oh, underbites. We've ended up not losing. talking about everybody. We're talking about yeah, we're actually talking about like. The very back molars, like the very back teeth that we call wisdom teeth, some people don't even have. And like, if you look at the the teeth of like people back in the thirties, like they had what two more teeth than we did. What do you think changing that though? Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, visual perception. Because we'll, we'll so die like, right now. We're heading more bigger. We're going to be aliens. I mean, the, well, then your definition aliens. Technically, we already are aliens. Well, no, get out of here, dude. Go on. You know what I mean? Fuck. But that's the thing. That's the thing. Let me ask you a question. When you think of an alien, this hair all crazy. Like, hey guys. Yeah. But technically, we we define an alien as an out out life form, right? Like an out life form out of this planet. Right. But I'm saying, like, when you think of what an alien looks like, what does it look like? A gray. That's the most popular. I mean, that's the thing. It's a big head, big eyes. No, I'm asking you. Like, I'm, not ask, I'm asking you. Like, if you, you look at what an alien look at us, we have the same amount of bones as fish. Same, same amount of what? Bones. Right. Like, okay. all of us have the same. Like, if you look at our bone structure, it's very similar to, like, bats or lizards. Like, they all have the same. They all have the same thing. Like, the same bone here. They all have the same. Like, their phalanges. Now, they're shaped 
drastically different. Yeah, their fucking finger bones are like fucking a foot long, and ours are fucking to four inches. Yeah, but then maybe their maybe their humerus is only an inch. Yeah, or exactly. ours is two feet. Exactly, because they don't need to hold up their weight because they fly. Or like even like you go to like the museum and you look at like dinosaurs, like the vertebrae. Oh. I mean, I think they usually have like twelve vertebrae. Their hip buncher is pretty much the same. They still have femurs. They still have ulna and radius. Like they all have this. We all have the same amount of bones. You can explain that. That's so then you look at an well, alien. I never thought about it. Like but then you look at like you look at alien life forms, like they could look drastically different because however life evolved on their life planet would be how they look like. So maybe they have 10 fingers. Or our ancestors, ancestors, ancestors. But ancestors, it, when ancestors, you think ancestors, usually when they like portray an alien on like TV or whatever, that's yeah, like, they try you know, to make. But I'm saying like any, even in books and things like that. I mean, if you most people, if you act, if you ask them, they're going to say, "I picture a short, a short humanoid looking creature with a large uh, cranium mm-hmm. or skull structure." We look at the big alien. alien it has like, mouth. Yeah, arms and legs, right? But wouldn't you say that, wouldn't you think that maybe we're heading that way as far as, like, because our taints are shrinking? <laughs> we're getting to the point where, where sex is not going to be important to, to reproduce, right? If you look at a human being between now and, and the Egyptian time, like, our skulls have changed, our, our, the structure of our head has changed, our mouths have gotten smaller, Right, because back in back, and that's why you look at like African Americans and that sort of thing. Their mouths are larger, but if you look at at us and European-based people, our mouths are starting to get smaller. Right, so if you if you're looking at that way, it looks like to me that we're 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 slowly morphing into these creatures that speak telepathically. Why do you say that? Because our mouths are getting smaller. Your mouth doesn't have to be as large. Your cranium is getting more. That has nothing to do with speaking, though. Why not? It has to do with eating. People that have more molars were eating more plant-based vegetables. You look at a horse's mouth, they have more molars. Or you look at a tiger, they have more canines. Yeah, canine sharp teeth. Yeah, canine sharp teeth. So the thing is, is our the, how many teeth are in our mouth that really have to do with all the speech our teeth and our jaw has nothing to do with speech. Our vocal cords do. Yeah, that's why we all sound different. But you don't think it's changing, though, to the fact that... I mean, it could I be mean, changing. I feel like we're heading towards a, a telepathic future where we're oh, oh. more of a telepathic species. And we, we don't think talk lions are going to start talking English. What? Well, you think other an- other animals are doing evolving the same way as we are? I don't know if they are. They're making oh, yes, a How do you... I don't know about that. Like, Because lions, for instance, they used to be a lot larger than they are now. Now they're not as big. Their their um their canines used to be longer. Their paws were bigger. They had larger claws. They were faster at running, and they don't have to do that as much now. So it seems like to me that they may be de-evolving. But I I think that we're evolving into something completely different. That's what that's what I look at. Well, I think it, and I really think that technology is going to play a big part in that. If you can stop crime, like so, if I it, let's let's throw another aspect into that. Okay, if I put a microchip in your brain, okay. And it's a microchip that can tell oh, There's the government test subject. I know. You must start putting microchips in people, put them well, on prisoners. Well, what I'm saying is, like, if I can put a microchip in your brain, in everybody's brain, I can stop murder. Would you do it? If you can completely stop, stop murders, murder. yeah, hey. if you can completely stop murders from happening and enhance what you are and make you a better fucking... Is that ethical? 
I don't know. I don't know. That's a that is that is essentially if it happens, that's how it happens. At the end of the day, is it ethical? I think well, it doesn't matter ethical. if it works. We don't care yeah, about ethics. Works, works. Yeah. We, we we gave all our we gave that's all true. our freedoms right. up over one thing that didn't even kill as many people as car crashes. Right. <laughs> we don't give <laughs> we don't give a shit about our own freedom anymore. Right. I always yeah. I always laugh at people who are like, like oh, we'll do, you, do you want freedoms or do you want security? Because they're not the same thing. Not the same thing. Because so the thing is, you can be as free as possible and 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 no security. Yeah. The less security you have, the 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 freer you are. In it's my true. eyes, I mean, I'm just being wrong. But then again, look at our already downward. Like we look down upon anyone that was a criminal. If you were put into the system, into the federal system, oh yeah, your yeah. future is pretty much limited now. See, I don't. That, exactly. That's true. Yeah, that's bullshit. It is. You can't work anywhere. If, but if the government's going to do it, and you're going to do that crime thing, that's how you get votes. That's true. Too. When that's a whole when Bobby Carmen becomes that's president, true. brother, that's a whole twenty thirty five. Look out for microchips. <laughs> brother, brother, that's a whole nother I'm all worried about recycling and all this kind of shit. Bobby's over here putting microchips in everybody. Because everybody... Well, we're going to stop murder. What if you can? Here's my biggest problem. You ready for this? What if you can, though? If I come out with a microchip and I say, hey... Give yeah, me, the, give me it's an electronic a device that works more than 10 years. Bomb, bomb, do what now? Give me any electronic device that works more than ten years. Yeah, but it's engineered to do that. That that doesn't that doesn't play. What is engineered and lasts forever, bro? That's not a, a light bulb from nineteen sixteen. <laughs> light bulbs run out. No, not it's still bulbs. going. There's no, no, one. no. The light bulbs that they produced in nineteen sixteen. There's one that's still, still lit today. There's one that's still lit. The problem is, is that you can go see it. Capitalism. And money became involved with those things, right? So now, so they started engineering things engineering that were broken that would break down eventually. Would I still saying. do that if I could? If I in, in that, I see what you're saying. If you could give me a microchip, and and you're saying that, that you know it's going to be defective, that you know years. that in ten years you're probably going to have to upgrade because we no, do it all the time. You're dead. We upgrade our fucking computers. Oh, you're dead. No, it's not going to. Once it malfunctions, what happens? That's Stroke, what, heart attack. Know, some, yeah, they don't know. Maybe. Or but if I can nothing. guarantee that no one is going to be murdered in those ten years, ever, what do you mean? You can't ever hear. So if, if if I if you do, you're just lying. Like listen, if I gave you a microchip right now, and you decide, <laughs> and I can, microchip. and it's a microchip where I can you download. Have to put that in the title. Listen, of episode. <laughs> if it's a microchip that I can download and I can see everything that you've seen over the past twenty years, everything, every fucking memory you have, are you going to murder somebody? Wait, what? Yeah, you don't want to dig in my past. <laughs> I got a lot of lonely jerk If I, <laughs> if, but what I'm saying is, is like that's gonna. I'm just saying crime, it's gonna uh, decrease crime. You know, it's gonna de- decrease crime. A lot of people do for do things. No, a lot of people they will commit a crime because they know that there's a possibility they may not be caught. But if I put a microchip in your head that can see everything you see, and I can just download it and see that you killed this person. Or you committed this rape, or you committed this robbery, whatever it is, you're probably not going to do that, right? Because you're guaranteed to get caught. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. You're going to get caught. My eye won't stop watering. You're, yeah, but you're going to catch every. But yeah, but now you're going to catch every single crime. Exactly. That's my point. Everybody be in jail. Not necessarily. Wouldn't crime stop? 
Well, you're not talking about that. You're I talking, am. You're talking. That's, what, that's exactly what I'm I saying. can't see any memory that you've ever seen in 20 years. Right. Automatically, Joe. No, because you couldn't. They couldn't do it that way. If oh, put, we're gonna change the scenario now. Yeah, because if they put a microchip out today, and they said I can see everything, like you got to fucking grandfather us in. And say no, I'm not going to prosecute you on this because it was prior to the microchip stimulus act of fucking nineteen. Yeah, but once if they whatever. they would catch a fucking serial killer, and they're going to be like, "Well, you've killed fifty-seven people," and they're going to be like, "Well, I'm grandfathered in." You're grandfathered in. You got to be grandfathered. In. <laughs> yeah, they have to because no nobody's going to accept that. But that means now, that nowadays, gonna like die, nobody's going to accept that. And say, yeah, and knowing I, that they were in the mafia, and I still seventy five murders. I still know? come down to the thing is, I would not trust anything. I was talking about a guy. I, I use a CPAP, right? Okay. I have to have a CPAP to sleep. It's, yeah, it's absolutely terrible. most people that are big do. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's gotten so bad. I I literally can't even sleep. I just wake all the way up. Really? Um, so you don't enter that REM sleep? Oh, I, I can't. Even, I never get to. Gotcha. Um. But we were talking now you can get an implant in your chest to where it'll it'll stop all that. Whoa. You can already do that. Really? And that scares the bejesus out of me. Yeah, what? it is a little. What if it malfunctions? Well, I don't I so okay, so look at face question. So like if you're, on a face face or you're already on your last leg. How does it work though? Like not necessarily. I'm not exactly sure. But how how does that so if they gave you, let me ask you this: If they gave you like a uh, implant, a hormone implant, a capsule, or something in your body that would release testosterone and you wouldn't have to inject it, would you do that? Well, technically, that's already available. They do it with cows. You yeah. know that? But I'm saying, would oh, you know that's that? right. They do do that. People yeah. do that. But would you do that? I do not do that. Why though? Like, are you afraid of the what? Malfunction. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you, worst... you gotta say malfunction. But the thing, <laughs> hypothesis. Yeah. But the thing is, is that like the malf- the major malfunction there is you just won't get the steroid dose, and then your blood work will tell you that you're not getting enough, st- you know, testosterone. Well, pretty much when you do that, you are you pretty much kidding. Scar. So they, so they, they have a, like a capsule that's implanted that automatically releases hormones in your bloodstream. Well, yeah, your ass. It's, it's more. I didn't know that. I mean, it's more That's crazy. crazy. You absorb more. That, I mean, if you took a beer up your ass, no, no, no. So they. Well, I mean, the thing like like you've been drinking all day, right? You've been mm-hmm. ingesting orally. How much have you drank? Not that much. Take that, put it annually. You're dead. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, but the, so is that what they do though? With these, with these. Uh, I mean, they put them. I don't know if anyone your, personally holding or something like that. I don't know if anyone personally. Well, maybe. I've heard stories of a person I know do it. Really? I didn't know that. I, I thought know. it was I thought that was used in like a, but I do know industrial farming. I do know that like they make cat like people have been taking medicine from Rural King for many, many, many years. This is not something new. I think I think it just all goes back to like and the reason why I wanted to turn this into, you know, kind of this conversation. You're talking about the Russell scandal and that. I think it all goes back to human instinct for like what you want, what you don't want. It, how important is something to you to fucking get to where you want to be? How important is it? Well, look at what the mafia did. That's what the mafia did. You know, mafia wanted to get power and they went out and they took power. I mean, people will always try to find the next step. Like, you're right. Like, if you, if they were to come out with a microchip, I guarantee they would, uh, they would. 
there would be a certain percentage of people that jump on the opportunity. And that you, history shows that, though. But that's like, the same thing as like, like the Russian, the whole Russian scandal. Like it, it shows that if they came out with something like that, we're going to use it. We're going to do whatever. I mean, with, but then are you fucked? Because are you fucked then? Then because like if you're if ethics say that you shouldn't use this and like it's it a brother. Are you fucked then? Like because there's going to be people that use it, and there's going to be you that doesn't use it, and they have a leg up. Are you going to? And you can't beat them. Let me ask you this: What when Bitcoin was going crazy? How many people invested their whole mortgage? How many people oh, wow. were talking about that Monday? Actually, got think about that. Like, okay, so it crashed. How many people lost? Think about this in the stock market. How many people have lost their entire income and stopped gambling? Cards. So the thing is, is like it doesn't it doesn't really matter. You know, people are always going to gamble. So do you think that's human instinct? Putting that microchip in your brain is a gamble. Do you think it's human instinct? Like, I mean, yeah. Do you think that there's a limit? Exactly. But the thing is, is like I am usually the person that's not going to be the test subject. I don't I don't blame you on that one. I mean, the thing is, is like, I get that. I do too, though. I get. Like, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either. Like, so I mean, if you were to come up with a microchip right now, they said right now, hey, here's a microchip. It's going to do all these things: X, Y, Z, B, what all this, all this stuff. I'm going to look at it like, nope. I'm sorry, I don't trust you enough to right. put my life in your hands. Mm-hmm. Now, the people that do, the science limitless drug. So now you get to retain all of your memory. You get to process data 10 times faster than a normal human being. Now you can make stock market adjustments. Mm-hmm. Now you're a multi-trillionaire. Now you're the next Elon Musk. They took the gamble to do that. I don't want to do that because also the same people that took that gamble five years down the road, ah, it's something good. Yeah. It's it's fried. But I feel like I'm good, but I feel like I'm I'm doing that by taking testosterone. Think about this. Because, you know, pacemakers? What happens when the pacemaker fails? Your heart stops. Or it goes out of That does happen. No, of course. So even even right now, we can't even get a pacemaker to last forever. I'm not talking about right now, though. I'm talking about in 50 years, I said that. In 2050, that's what I'm talking about in the future. I'm going to tell you a statement that has... uh, piss my wife off. I do not believe anything has really been created or invented since like 1930. We have made improvements. But nothing new has been invented? Huh. I can... Well, yeah, I mean, I can see that. You Dude, like no. Phone no pocket that shit was, yeah, you think about that phone that you, you have? What do you think about psychedelics and DMT? What about them? What do you, I'm asking you, what do you think about them? Mm, I mean, uh, I'm not... I don't know. I'm not taking it. Why is that? I just don't want any. I just don't want any part of it. Really, I don't want. I've always been. Is it the stigma? No. Is it or is it what it does? Um, I do not want to take anything into my body that I don't know about. I don't well, want to. DMT is produced in your body. It is. Yeah, and you're taking it from a frog, from my other. No. It's the same thing as like steroids. It's mm-hmm. the same thing as testosterone. It's it's all what's well, it's it's not made synthetic. It's a synthetic. Hormone. Yeah, but it's still made in your body. <laughs> yeah. It's still like something that's and there's never been anybody. And it takes your brain and then like there's never been one person that's been um, that's taken too much DMT and died or had a negative side effect to where that they didn't come out of it. Mm-hmm. 
ever, not one time. Mm-hmm. Now you take testosterone, you take human growth hormones. That's not the truth. There's people that have overdosed on those and it caused them to have. I'm, I'm asking you. No, that's not right. So nobody, nobody's ever had negative side effects to their hearts and same things like that from that? Not directly. Really? I mean, you're going to get the negative connotatively. But that's what I'm asking. Like, here's the thing. Nobody's ever, it's never been, not one time, if you go in and look at it. Look I up. could take, you could take that bottle. Uh-huh. You can inject five, five vials of that shit, that testosterone, put it all into one leg. Mm-hmm. And tell me what happens the next day. Nothing. Yeah, I mean, you may fuck the shit out of your wife for mm-hmm. days, but or his wife. I mean, that's the thing. We swap. But I mean, by the end of the day, like <laughs> I've been trying to get service. Because essentially, the thing is, is it's getting a processed through the rest. It's the other one. Then, yeah. I mean, you may you, for a period of however long half life is of whatever it is you took, you could have all the extra negative side effects. But at the end of the day. You can't overdose. But what if, what if, just they, like you said on DMT, you can't overdose. So what? So, but you're saying like you don't want to take that in your body, but that's a natural, that's naturally made in your body. It's no different. What performance enhancing effect does it give me? I can tell you that. Go ahead. It opens up your your it opens your your penny going up. It opens up the the fact that the connection that you have with the rest of the universe. It allows you to see yourself as who you truly are and not someone that, you know, is different. Are you it saying that I don't know? Probably not. Hmm. You may not. I don't think anybody, I don't, I don't think anybody that hasn't experienced um, a real true awakening, I don't think that they've actually, they don't actually see themselves as who they really are. I also your think, full potential. I also almost think some of that's bullshit. You think so? I understand. Because a lot of times, why is alcohol? Why do people drink alcohol? Nah. Why do people smoke? That's a little different. No. It is. It's the same time because shit needs to keep Because alcohol doesn't, alcohol gives you the, it, it opens you're up. You're talking your, about side effects. I'm not, I'm not talking about side effects. You're, you're talking, talking about, about the alcohol, effect that alcohol has on your body. Alcohol. You're comparing, you're considering you an alcohol effect versus a DMT effect. Alcohol, but what I'm saying is, is that alcohol gives you a, a negative aspect of who you are. It gives you it's 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 fucking liquid. Did you just say that it gives you an aspect into your true self? No. Okay, what you it say? does not. That's why it's called a spirit. No, the DMT does. DMT does, yeah. Okay, so you're talking about the effect of DMT mm-hmm. and you're talking about the effect of alcohol. Alcohol the, gives you a false perspective. Doesn't matter. We're talking about effects. We're comparing apples to apples here. Okay. We're not talking about what this does versus what this does. We're talking about effect to effect. Okay. Right? With that being said, I don't need to see that. That's fine. People probably do. So are you against it is what I'm asking? No. I believe anything. You should be able to do whatever you want. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. I th- I, I truly think that it, it opens up. I, I hate so when, so, saying it. But like, so let me ask you a question. You want if, to, you, if you don't know because you've never taken it, right? You've never mm-hmm. done it. You don't. Have you ever known anybody that's done DMT? I mean, I hear stories of it all the time. Do you know anybody personally that's no. experienced it? Okay, so you don't necessarily know, okay? If I tell you that DMT, so the science shows and all the studies that you read will show that DMT is, an, is a positive energy for you. And it can positively... Um, create, you know, it just changes you in for the positive. And there's zero subjects, there's zero studies that show that it does the opposite of that. Okay. But then there's also studies that show that you, when you come back from it, like you're not negatively affected. You're not, your health's not affected. Your, your mental state is not affected. Okay. 
and all these studies show that it is. What if what if you take it and you could just be the better version of you? Me personally, I don't you're think not, you're just not willing. I'm perfectly happy with who I am. Okay. I have I have no, I do not need like I don't even drink alcohol. I know you don't back in the day. You don't drink any with water, motherfucker. I mean, here's the thing. Back in the Marine Corps, I would drink alcohol all the time. Mm-hmm. I was a party animal. Okay. But the thing is, is now I don't need any of that shit. I'm happy with what I've done in my Honestly, past. though, I think that alcohol is negative. I think people need that DMT stuff because they're not happy with all the stuff that they've been doing. I don't know about that. Because I'm I'm pretty happy with who I am. Okay. I'm pretty, pretty happy with me as a person. You know what I mean? So why would you need to take it? Because I feel like that it will because I don't know how you I don't know what your beliefs in God are. I don't know what your beliefs in religion and that sort of thing. But I feel like that. DMT is something that opens up your mind to the possibility that there's other realms out there. And you might call me crazy. Like some people will call me crazy or whatever. But I feel like that it'll open up your mind and it'll connect you with God closer. That's that's why. Okay. That's that's why I think I, I want to do it. Not because I think that I'm gonna end up being a better why person. Why do you need to be connected to God closer? Because I feel like I'm gonna have a better perspective on life. What is bad about your perspective currently? I don't know. But I'm, willing to try. It. but I'm willing to try. Why do you feel bad about it? You already feel bad about I it. I don't feel tight. You just said it. No, I don't feel it's bad. It's brought into your mind. I'm happy with who I am, but okay. I'm saying, like, I feel like there's more out there. I feel like there's other realms out there. I feel like there's other, you know, the metaphysical world and that sort of thing that we are being kind of uh, closed off to. Does that so, make sense? So if you were investing into the stock market, you got 10% of your. 10% into your game. Mm-hmm. Would you pull out or would you keep saying if there's more out there to be collected? Do what now? Say that again. <clears throat> if you were to invest into the stock market, okay, and you'd already gotten 10% of your money. So, I so you would say 10%. you put 100. I earned back 10% or made. So you, you put in $100 and now you're in a million. Okay. But now you can pull out and just keep your million. Or you can keep it in, take this drug that would give you 10 million. But it could also possibly have any of this other stuff. I would take the ten million. I take the drug. I would just take the million. Really? That's because, a great thing about because at the same man. thing thing, the same thing is you could also there's a possibility of crashing, just like everything else. And then my problem is is when you get into that kind of stuff, like I'm not a gambler. You know what I mean, like. If I if I see something's working, I'll work it. You know, I'm not the one. That, I'm not the kind of guy that's going to go out and test things. You know, I'm not the kind of guy that's going to run to the next invention and say, "Okay, this is it." I'm the kind of guy that's going to sit back and enjoy things that in the now, and we'll see. Like I don't need to see if there's more spiritual stuff out there. I think it plays back. I really do think it plays back to this whole Russian. Like if you were Russian bits and they were forcing you to get pregnant, fucking do it. I mean, that's the thing. It's you know like, I mean? but then again, yeah. you have to keep in mind. That's why, like, here's the thing is, I'm not the world's strongest man. I'm not a world record piloting holder. In whose world? In whose world? In my world, you are. I mean, yeah, but in my world, in reality. In his world, you are. I'm not even the best piloter in this state. Hold on. Whose world? What do you mean? That's exactly what I'm saying. In my world, you are. I don't know anything else. Well, that's true, but I look at the United States as a whole. Well, I sometimes even look at it globally. 
I just think that you should, uh, I think that I, I got to I gotta open up my the horizons for me. I think there's different, I think there's uh, more out there. That makes sense. And you're searching for it. No, I'm not searching because I think I know. Well, why would you want to go looking into that? Because I think you're like a white chick in a horror movie. What? You're like the white chick, which is down the hall, and mm-hmm. you know there's like Freddy Krueger in the room. You're like, ah, I just want to go see if there's more stuff down this dark hallway. Why is it got to be Freddy Krueger? Why can't it be a fucking like, hey, like Demi Moore that's waiting for me to could fuck be Demi Moore waiting in the bed? You're right. Could be. That's what I'm saying. Why not take that chance? Yeah. You got one of two ways, bro. I'm just going to keep it where I'm at. <laughs> All right, man. All right. So <laughs> I think we need to wrap this up because we've been going a long time, right? It's mm-hmm. like seven. Yeah, it's seven o'clock. We've been going a really long time. Yeah, I got to eat. Huh? I gotta eat. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably starving. on like meal four right now. I'm starving. I'm I'm on meal seven too, but we're on a different. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so, man, I think that uh, I love the fact that we talked about all the shit you talked about, man. It's been awesome having you back there, man. I hope you come back. No, I'm down. Yeah, whenever. I think you're uh, you're a pretty intelligent guy, man. Yeah, and I got I know you're gonna fucking go out and kill it in that competition. We'll, we'll see. I actually haven't even been. I haven't even been able to do any of the comp weights yet. So how? How? Let me ask you this: for the people that are listening, what? How can they um, keep track of what you're doing? Like how track of what I'm doing? Yeah. So how can they um, check up and see? You know how you did in that competition? That sort of thing. Oh yeah. Good luck. I can't keep it secret. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: is like the results will be posted. I will probably make an Instagram post. But That's I'm not, what I'm saying. What's your Instagram? Yeah, my Instagram is BK Daily. Um. Is it David? David. Oh, he's Yeah, D-E-W-I-D. <laughs> you know, we had our whole family history documented. You told me about that. Yeah, we. Uh, it's in a book. I have a book of all my... We're from uh, Claudius Daywig. So are you going to write a book? I would... Going back to like how the whole thing with the Olympics, mm-hmm. I would be interested if I could ever come up with enough research. Because if I was to write a book, I would want all this stuff like written down, documented, here's this source, here's this source, here's this source. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I would not want to write a book that said, okay, here's what I found, here's what I did, here's what I found, here's what I did, here's what I found. I want to say, here's what I did, this produced this amount of results, here's the results that proves that what I did was right, here's this is what I did, and here's where I messed up, this is why I messed up. And for me to do that would take countless hours of my time and I'm, I don't know if I'm as interested in that as possible. I think you'd be great at it. I probably would be, but I would. it would dictate so much of my time to do it that I... Maybe in the future. Yeah, maybe. maybe maybe in the future. Maybe when I'm 70 and I'm retired and yeah. I have oh, all yeah. the time in my hands to yeah, like actually do biceps on as big as my thighs. <laughs> um, so your, um, your final thoughts, man, what, what are your final thoughts? What do you want to portray to the people? Final thoughts? Um, well, let's see. We talked about pushing the limits, right? Yeah, we we, we pretty much let me ask you a question hey, now that you brought that up. We we stayed on good subjects, here. yeah, it was all pertaining to each other, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so I mean, we still bounced like, around a little bit, yeah. Pushing I mean, limits. yeah, like I, I think we should all push the limits as far as you're willing to go, you know what I mean? Like, you have here's the thing I'm a big believer in goals. If it doesn't help me achieve my goal, then I'm not going to do it. 
just like I don't believe DMT is going to help me achieve my goal. So I don't need to take it. Okay. Like alcohol. Like I figured out, I learned a long time ago. I stopped, I was an alcohol partier. And I found out after three beers, you stop making protein synthesis. You stop synthesizing protein. So as soon as I found I would it, love to be in his mind. Like, like, can you imagine what he sees? Does he see fucking like protein synthesis? Like, like equations hitting him. You know what I mean? Like that. I, I would love to. I mean, here's the thing. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Once I figured, once I found out that like after three beers, I stopped synthesizing protein, which as far as I've read so far, we don't even know when protein synthesis even happens. We know it only happens like 10% of the time, mm-hmm. but we don't really know when. We think maybe when you're sleeping, but it could be right after a workout. We don't really know. So the thing is, if I'm drinking three beers and it stops that completely, then why would I drink? Like, I will drink. Don't get me wrong. Like, I drank at my wedding, but I may not have another alcoholic beverage for a year or two. When we and Kevin do it once a week. If not more. But once again, that comes down to it. Like your goal is not necessarily to push your body to its physical limit. It should be. Yeah. Trying to get comfortable though. I mean, you would try to. I, I think that. Here's uh, the thing is like, I think that alcohol is, is, and I've been pretty open about this. <coughs> alcohol, it's called a spirit for a reason. Yeah. It's negative energy. Yeah. It really, it really is. Let's be honest. But the thing is, is do you, in the, in the next five years, are you going to challenge somebody are you going to do something physical and challenge somebody else? Like, do you want to run a marathon? Do you want to play basketball? Do I want to, or do, so like, is I, it a goal? So here, here's the thing: I don't plan to. It's not a goal. But if I could, I would. You can. I know I can, but that's what I'm saying. It's not. It's not necessarily it's not a goal. It's not a goal. Like my my goal is different than that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the thing is, is like, whatever your goal is in the next five years, you need to do whatever it takes to achieve that. If it doesn't align in that goal, then I don't do it. So like my goal, back to, my goal is to compete and to do my very best in this competition. And how can they keep up on you on that? Instagram? If they do Instagram, they can the special Instagram. BK Daywick. BK Daywick. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to share that in the group. I'm going to share that. Ben. Will you do me a favor? Listen, we start sharing more in our fucking group. <laughs> I want you to share some shit in there, man, because the people, like, they've reached out to me, like, you inspired them. Yeah. The last time you talked to us on the mm-hmm. podcast, like, they reached out, like, hey, how's Ben doing? You know, yeah. what's he doing? And shit like that. I really, even if it's not that, like, people go follow him on, on his Instagram. Well, I, I, I do have Facebook, too. I mean, the problem with Facebook is, uh, I only get on Facebook. So I have Marine friends in all over the world. Right. Like at this point, like I literally have friends in other countries. Um, so the problem, like when I do Facebook, I'm only really keep in touch with like friends and family. Like I don't even put all my lifting videos on there. Mm-hmm. The reason I keep all my lifting videos on Instagram is because that's the only way I can keep track of all my records. Right. So every time that I train, I guess going back to the training thing, like when I, when I do my very first lift is always a record. A hundred percent of the time. Well, yeah, it always it's a personal record. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, so, you're like, always going to do like if I've done if you've three, done a hundred pounds, you're going to try to do one hundred five. Like even today, yeah, like even today, um, like we didn't really have any like spotters today in the gym because it was like a powerlifting conference and all that stuff. So I went and I did a like a squat with this like strongman implement that maybe that could be in the strongman event. I just maxed it out. I want to see what I can pick up at full extension. Right. And then once I figure that out, I took everything's a mathematical equation. So I took 85% of that and did sets of five with it, 70% for 10, 
65% for 12, 60%. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. That people are interested in your progress, man. Yeah. And little do you know, like, I don't think you understand, like, how, yeah. many, how many people have reached out to us. Yeah. Like, hey, how's Ben doing? What's mm-hmm. he doing? Just start sharing your shit, man. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I welcome, we welcome it, man. I yeah. want you to share, like, your progress because I'm proud of you, dude. Like, you're yeah, I mean, for me, for me, it's kind of like, uh, I know for, like, when you guys are looking at it, you're probably, like, you're probably looking at like that's the problem about sharing on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like people see me share on Instagram, they're like, "Oh man, I, if I could do that." But what people don't understand is like all the other stuff, and it's but impossible. I, but to I don't think that. you understand how motivating you are. I don't. Oh, I don't. I really don't think you know that you are one of the most inspirational people I've known. Yeah, like you you've completely changed my life. Bro. Well, I, I used like to... I, I can I can message you that, and I can say that to you, and I can tell you that. Yeah, but I'm fucking telling you, bro. Like, well, you, then you have personally well. You kind of get into like what's success to you. It, it don't even matter. Well, you're, that's you're inspirational because some people don't even know what that means. Some like, people don't even know, like at this point in their life, they don't know what success is. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. My, like, your success and in, in you lifting a fucking 500 pounds is not my success, but yeah. I find it inspirational regardless. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the thing is like, I, when I think, of, when I think of my yeah, gym stuff, right. my gym stuff is not really who I am, it's what I do. It's not who you are. I know yeah. you as a person. I know yeah. like your other inspiration. So like that's the thing is like I know I know Ben do Daywig. Daywig. <laughs> I know Ben Daywig the dad. I know yeah. Ben Daywig the husband. I know Ben Daywig the fucking recruiter. Well like, I know well, Ben I know Ben Daywig, but but my thing is is like people find you inspirational whether yeah. you like it or not. Yeah. You're you're sitting here, you're telling me over and over again, your goals are different, your goals are different, yeah. and your inspiration is different. I don't care. Yeah, it might be. It is different. It yeah. is different. Your goals are different, but I don't give a fuck because you're <laughs> inspirational to the people that are fucking yeah. interested. Well, that goes. And I've had, I've had fifty people reach out to me like, yeah. "What's Ben doing? How's mm-hmm. Ben doing? How's his competition going? Yeah. How much weight's that motherfucker lifting? Yeah, how big is his fucking triceps? Have you not seen people <laughs> like, posting yes. about that shit? Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Well, I mean, here's so all I'm asking you. Well, just put some shit out there and let people know. I mean, that's the thing is like when I when I do my social media, like I I'm terrible at social media because I, I don't know anything about it. Well, I'll help you. You know what I mean? You've helped me. Can I help you? <laughs> yeah, well, I'll... you've helped me. Have you do you not think that you've helped me? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I like that's the thing. Like I when think I think you, of like I'm saying, asking you, do you yeah, think you've no, helped I'm sure me? I probably have. No. Do you have do you think that you've helped me? He's, not, not, he's not gonna let you say no. You fucking have, dude. Well, that's the thing. One hundred percent. There's no like. I'm sure I've done this. Like, no. Yeah. You fucking help me. Well, here's like when I think of success. Like, I think of like people at a funeral. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is like when I die, right? How many people are going to come to a funeral because I affected them in a positive way? Exactly. I think success. The greatest measure of success is usually if they build a statue of you. If you have a statue, you're automatically successful. I don't know about that. Because it's essentially a statue of Joseph Stalin. Well, it's true, but he was a statue of fucking but he, he affected a huge he affected him, but not in a positive way. You affect right. people in a positive way. Maybe. I mean we can keep going about this, man, but we do have to end this, man. But that's yeah. like it's when I, I think of this guy. Like, I are gonna come back, right? Yeah, I'll go for back. Will you come back? Yeah, I'll come back. You promise? Yeah. Right. But that's the thing is like when when you say like you know, when you say like I've I've helped you out, mm-hmm. have I ever asked you for money? No. Exactly. So my opinion. That's that's my whole point. Though. That's the you're thing. Not, is like you're I don't because you because of you. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is like whenever, 
whenever I do a certain thing, if I know the answer, I will tell you that I know. I know. You know what I mean? But I look at it because that's my goal. Because essentially, listen to what he's saying. So what he's telling you right now is he, this dude is one of the most genuine people, person mm-hmm. that you'll ever meet. He doesn't, he, he hasn't, you've, you've changed my life. Okay. Mm-hmm. You've made changes to me just by talking to me and answering mm-hmm. questions, even though I ask stupid questions. I know yeah. You know what I mean? Wait a month. Yeah. I'm saying like I've yeah. asked stupid questions. I've said some stupid shit. But he answers me in a respectful manner. Yeah. And it's and he doesn't do it. He's never one time asked me for anything in return. Mm-hmm. Not one, not one time. But that kind so of goes back to how I grew up too. But because we can get into that, but we're yeah. not going to right now. Yeah. You, I'm just saying, man, like you're inspirational. Mm-hmm. Whether you know it or not, you inspire people. Yeah. Okay. Next time we come, you come in and you're welcome here anytime. Yeah. We'll talk about all that. Mm-hmm. All right. Kevin, what's your final thoughts, brother? Uh oh, man, it's a lot. Okay. So as we were talking earlier, you're very informational on a lot of stuff that I don't know shit about. And I really don't care about. I don't even take Tylenol, Advil, nothing. Yeah. Like, I don't do anything to smoke weed and drink on Mondays and Saturdays. <laughs> um, but I'm glad that I can't. I got to make it this time rather than last time. So it's nice to meet you, especially after listening to the first podcast. And you guys were talking about cars. And I was just like... I don't know shit about that either. Fuck, dude. Like, I'll change oil, change a tire. But do you feel inspired at all? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It makes you want to fucking lift a tree up. Yeah. At the ground. It's 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 crazy, man. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't I don't think you realize it, man. I don't I don't think you I'm not trying to just fucking build you up and jerk you off right now, dude. I'm yeah. just being honest, man. I, don't, <laughs> I really don't think that you you realize how inspirational you are. You jerk off no, every I mean, guess. I do. I mean you got to. I mean, like, uh, no, like my wife reminds me all the time, like how I changed her opinion of everything. Like, I got her off. I didn't even mean to. I just gave her some temps that literally just helped her get all the way, you know, off antidepressants, off medication. And it's crazy, man. Like, like it, it's it's absolutely mind blowing. Like, I I I just can't thank you enough, dude. Yeah. Like the the way that I feel and the, the the changes that have happened to me just in the few months that I've been making these changes. Man, yeah, it's just like. It's mind blowing, but that's the thing is like you haven't even hit you haven't even hit all the great stuff yet. Exactly. You know the thing is is like it and, took and, you. And you know what's crazy, Kevin, is every single time that I message him, it he talks to me. Yeah, message him back. And there's a lot of people. Not one, not one time has he said, "Hey, you got to pay me to do this." <laughs> hey, you, what is in it for me? Not <laughs> one fucking time. Well, like Thank even you. even like the people at home. I have a gym that I've built, and I'm going to open it up to the public sometime. But like, uh, even like people that come in there, like I've even radically changed some of them. Like I've helped a lot of people achieve like their goals and stuff. And, but the thing is, I do all that because that's like, I remember when I was a, like a little kid and I didn't know anything mm-hmm. and there was right. like yeah. gigantic black dude and he's in the YMCA. He's just like, listen, I like, I was scared to talk to him because he's 300 pounds. Like, Holy crap. How do you, my mom's like, no, go up, go up and talk to him. And he did. He took me underneath his wing, showed me a lot of stuff. And ever mm-hmm. since then, I've noticed like a lot of people do that, but I kind of wish that that was more available in like my hometown. Cause I grew up in like a tall, tiny, small country town. And like to tell you how bad, like how much little information I had back then would be an understatement. Like there, there was literally no information. Now we have the internet, we have podcasts, we have all the social everything. Yeah. For all this information. That's, that's, that's when you separate like who is actually knowledgeable and who's not, you know what I mean? Like, 
because all the information is available. Yeah. Now, yeah, we have so much information. We learn this shit on your own. Well, I mean, yeah, but the, the thing is, like, you could become a college professor. Whatever you want to do, it's online now. Right. Google it. Right. You know what I mean? So, hey, we're um, we're gonna get on. We're gonna have to wrap this up, man. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us. Um, you already know what we do at the end of the podcast, right? <laughs> yep. What is it? How? Yeah. What? How? Exactly. So yeah. let's get a big fucking how, man. <laughs> All right. Let's yeah. do that. So on. Uh, yeah. Let's go ahead. How? These motherfuckers. Hey, catch us on the next one. Uh, we got some good ones coming up. Monday. Dropping this one. This one's dropping Monday. Brad's no. So, Brad's coming. Monday. No, but we're this one's dropping Monday. Yes, sir. And we got Brad coming on Monday. Yep. And, and talk about crypto and yeah, crypto. Uh, and then we got then we got someone else coming on for like That's psychedelics well. and spirituality and all that good shit. Yes. Sir. And as always. Fuck you. Well, fuck all. Yeah, that's it. Hey, man, we love you. Yeah, we love you too.